0: Welcome back to CORE. This is CORE for Thursday, October 14th, 2021. We talk about video games here, the industry at large, games we're playing, and everything in between. And we hope you had a nice gaming week since we last saw you. I'm joined, of course, uh, with and by John Jagger and Bo Schwartz. John, welcome back. We missed you. We missed you you. last week. uh, uh, How are you doing? You doing good? You're all right?
1: I missed being here. Oh, good. I I saw the image that you put up, and I, I was glad that I was represented in some form. But I was sad I couldn't
0: be Yeah, it was sad. It was sad just to have your head with a can on it um, mm-hmm. with those very sexy men behind you. But, you know, mm-hmm. we could only do what we can do in the moment that we're given. I think Gandalf said that best. I don't think yeah. I said it very well, though. I didn't repeat it very well. Uh, nonetheless, it's great to have you back. Jo- Bo, of course, is here. Uh, we were uh, having a great Hi. time last week and, you know, thinking all about Metroid Dread. Did we play it? Maybe you'll have to wait and find out when we get to the part where we talk about it. But I'll just go ahead and say, yes, Uh, people played it and really liked it, I think. Uh, So more on that as we get further into the show. For now, though, this. All right, let's get into what's going on. Um, Oh, why is the music still playing? Hold on. There we go. I learned. I know how to do things. Uh, Who put this in? John or Bo, this this Yoshi P thing?
1: Uh, Actually... Bo started it, and I fleshed it out because I think we were both on the same page with some of this stuff. So.
2: Well, I mean, I just liked what I saw, and I think my my impression of this story is I'm like, oh, this is. I put refreshing. That's all I wrote, and yeah. I put yeah. the link. Yeah. And then and then John was like, oh, Bo put a Yoshi P article in here. Let's let's go to town. And yeah. I see like four lines of notes, and I'm like, all right, we're gonna talk about Final. We Fantasy are definitely gonna do it. Yet. So this Final Fantasy John likes that game. So the the headline
0: was, and I saw this headline floating around by itself, but uh, Final Fantasy 14. Not 14, sorry. Final Fantasy. What number 14. is it? Yeah, 14. Yeah, Why am I reading right. that wrong? The, the MMO, everybody. You know what I'm talking about. Well, there's uh, two, so it doesn't clarify if you say the
2: MMO. <laughs> the uh, oh, yeah, the director 11 watched 11 and you, yeah, Excuse me. <laughs> the headline there says. There are two MMOs in the Final <laughs> Fantasy franchise.
0: Yeah, don't forget 11. Wait, was it 11? Yeah, it yeah. was 11.
1: Came out yes. on the PS2. It's still going today. It's very
3: successful.
0: shut up really is that still a thing you can play that Yeah, it's
1: still going yeah
0: is, is it on pc or only on that console
1: here's the crazy thing he's the director for both <laughs>
2: <laughs> really <laughs> Wow. yes
0: all right well he wants you to be normal about the game's success that being oh, final fantasy
2: um, 14 <laughs> this coming from the unnormal guy running two mmos oh yeah. my god
0: he, he's
1: oh and he's the director of uh 16 that's coming out
0: oh so. And 16 is uh, a normal mainline game, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but back to the fantasy tropes of the, of, the, of, the fan, of the Final Fantasy and not in a car with a bunch of dudes, right?
1: I don't think there's going to be a car. There's okay. been one trailer. I don't think I saw a car.
0: Okay. Is it bad that I want Final wanted- Fantasy,
2: nothing's off the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's not a car, but you'll have a, I don't know, you'll have something weird. Yeah. What yeah, weird right. thing do
0: you want? What weird mount do you want out of this, John? What do you hope 16 can- provides?
2: I don't know. Like, that's the thing.
1: I thought Final Fantasy fourteen got weird. Like, yeah. I thought a lot of this stuff eventually showed up. But as somebody who's been going through that series, I gotta tell you, Final Fantasy has always been weird. It's never not been weird. Yeah. Literally the first game, they're like, well... We're pretty sure we're in a time loop caused by chaos, and the only way to really deal with it is to go kill chaos. So why don't you go back in time when it began and just destroy chaos for us? Like, that's where they started. Sure. So they that's what they built upon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, by three, you've got, well, we've got a giant engine that keeps a continent floating <laughs> above the rest of the world, but uh, it's going to fail. So a guy jumped in it. His name was Douche, and he, uh, <laughs> he jumped in it and uh, kept the continent from falling. Which is I'm sorry. Was his name actually Douche? I, I mean, that's how
2: I read it. Okay. I don't know. There's many ways you can pronounce it, probably. Well, let's not get into pronouncing Final Fantasy names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: yeah. how it I is. read it. It's yeah. Titus.
2: tightest conversation. Yeah. It, it's spelled similarly, at the very least. Um, and, and that all ties
0: into that thing coming out. Uh, I'm here to kill chaos. That guy, that that's chaos. happening. Yeah.
1: Man, can we take a moment to just appreciate that I think whoever is making that game is either crazy or a genius or both. Okay. That might be the most memeable, like, they've done two demos, right? Yeah. They've shown it twice. Right. And both times it has taken the internet by storm. The first time all the, I'm going to kill chaos, you got to kill chaos, 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 business. Yeah. And then the second time, with the guy going, bullshit, and then starting his phone and walking away to his own soundtrack after saying bullshit to oh, somebody. They're, they're not just doing it on
2: purpose. It? <laughs> they're not doing it on purpose. because I read an article somewhere that was saying that for the second marketing release, the Japanese version has a whole bunch of mentions of chaos, and they expunged it from the English one because they didn't like how... It was Lampoon. They were. Like, they thought it was bad. They, they're they're not responsible enough to hear the word chaos more than once. So we're going to edit chaos out. But they still managed. I saw that ridiculous bullshit, uh, like emo teen reaction of like toss, bring his hood up and tossing on headphones and walking away to, to like a legitimate, what seemed like a legitimate concern. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. uh i i don't i think i don't think they get it i think whoever's making this thinks what they're doing is pretty cool and yeah it's weird for us to be laughing at it i
0: think think. you're right i think this is one of those things where the viralness is coming from the earnestness of it like they're being earnest and we are interpreting it as crazy and i love that i love when that happens that's my favorite kind of jank
1: it went from a thing that i had almost no interest in except to make you know to to riff on the memes of it all and it has become something i'm genuinely excited about because i'm like this seems like it is chaos, yeah. like this game. Yeah. What is this game where somebody carries around his phone so he can walk <laughs> away to his own soundtrack? I need to play this game. I'm so excited for it now. Yeah. Like they did it. They sold me on this thing that I had no interest in. Yeah, so.
0: I, when I saw the first Origin stuff at E3, I went, eh, probably not going to go anywhere near that. That looks bad. And then they showed this thing and the phone and I went, I'm playing that game. Like, what? What? That's so dumb to me that it's even interesting to me now, but yet here I am. I want to play it. So yep. we'll they see how it goes. Because um. that just means that the game's going to be full of weird shit in it that we're going to interpret it here, and it'll be fun time content for the show. So watch for that, I suppose. Okay. Someone in the chat says, uh, let's see, Sir Whiskey Jack says, Final Fantasy 16 is a Witcher inspired game with Devil May Cry inspired combat. Is that confirmed? Like a th-
2: it's the first thing. I'm hearing of it.
0: That's interesting.
2: Witcher yeah, inspired.
0: DMC DMC inspired combat. Hmm.
2: I would be
1: all no. about it. The trailers seemed very actiony as far as what they were showing, but that's usually the case in trailers. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. you never know. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Um it's too early to say, but uh anyway, the whole point of this was uh Neko Yoshida is begging you to stop being weird about World of Warcraft. Uh yeah. it's a really interesting read. Um I mean basically I don't know what I'd call this. It's like an exercise in humility, isn't it? Like they could be they could be dicks about the sudden uh, uh, resurgence of the popularity of Final Fantasy in MMO form or at the very least kind of rub it in the noses of, of World of Warcraft. But they're always in the middle of like saying, well, we you know, there is no Final Fantasy online without World of Warcraft. We are so inspired by it. Like it just feels like this humble
2: thing going on. I'm pretty sure that opinion's gotta not be shared by the you know money making business arm of this company, right? Yeah. It's a company with a lot of people. He's a creative, not necessarily you know thinking along the same wavelength, maybe as someone who's like, "Sweet, our shares are gonna go up. This is awesome." Yeah, Blizzard yes. sucks. Square <laughs> Enix, the best. Come join us, you know. Like, <laughs> but it was kind. It's kind of refreshing to see it because i don't know it, like when i when i saw it i was much ado is made about this exodus from world of warcraft like like you know we can just kind of stop playing the game we're not into like i stopped playing pokemon united and go like i'm leaving pokemon united because it's a giant piece of shit and <laughs> the or whoever made it, you know like it's it's like there's this, it's this whole like it's stupidity is what it is like Like, yes, there's shit going on with Blizzard. Yes, there's disillusionment. But, like, at the end of the day, it's just a video game, guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it doesn't... I think... I think a lot of people need to have a reality check about what's important in their life, that this is, like, the big dramatic news that it is. Yes, I know people play these games often and have friendships over them and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But, like, some perspective is needed. And, um... You know, I just I kinda like that he's like, stop making this in us versus them. Like just play our game.
3: Yeah,
0: play it or don't. Please don't play
2: it 80 hours a week. This is a you quote. <laughs> yeah. Here's a
0: quote from it that I thought was interesting. When asked about the game's current relationship to the WoW Exodus, he said the following. I'm afraid I'm not really fond of that trend of people saying, Oh, this person has moved over to such and such game. Uh, from his perspective, it's totally fine to drift from game to game. In the past, he has encouraged people to take a break between major updates to Final Fantasy 14. In what may seem like an odd strategy for the director of a MMO, but it seems to work really well. By encouraging his community to take breaks and follow their interests, Yoshida effectively manages audience burnout, and the game is all the stronger for it, uh, states this article. Um, yeah, I like it. It's refreshing. It's different. You
3: know?
1: Yeah, he's got a cool philosophy, and I, I know we're coming off the back of a lot of us saying, like, hey, let's not put people on pedestals, but you know, don't do that, but listen to what he has to say, because I think he's got some really interesting points. I mean, he is notorious for being a World of Warcraft fan. He Mm -hmm. has, you know, back when they had it, he would go to BlizzCon, things like that. He'd go there and check it out. Um, You know, he's a a big video game fan, and I, I think his stance of you know it's fine to challenge each other you know to see what your competitors doing and go oh can we do that better can we learn from that what can we do but at the end of the day we all have to keep in perspective that this is video games we're talking about yeah. um and it's not supposed to be something that that you get too too serious about yeah uh, which is something that i feel like and and this is kind of why i thought this was why i expanded it is because in a lot of ways this has been ingrained into our DNA for a long time. You know, for me, it was the Sega does what Nintendo don't. You know, that advertisement. Like, for the longest time, we have been on this, like, you get to pick one console, and you gotta pick the right console. Don't pick the wrong console. They're gonna lead you astray. And it's always been this us versus them. And I, I think it's kind of ingrained itself... Uh, it's in there in everything. Like it's human nature to do it because we want to feel right about the decisions we make, you know, right? Like if we go to the movie, we want to go see the better movie. If two movies come out like, Oh, did you go see air force one or con air? You know, (laughs) you better, you better have picked the better movie. It doesn't matter. Both of those movies are, Awful and great at the same time. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to pick the right one. You got to go see the the good one. Sure. And but I think video games, it has been leaned into in a in a fun way for a very long time. And I think, unfortunately, the nature of the Internet, and you put it in front of enough people. It stops being fun at a certain point. Yeah. And toxicity, it starts getting a yeah. little too serious. I
0: agree. The toxicity comes out of that. And then it just kind of perpetuates itself. Um, another quote I really liked in his interview was this. During that same interview with PC Gamer, Yoshida goes on to dissuade his audience from becoming overly committed to the game, meaning his game. Says, "I also worry about some people getting a little too enthusiastic to the point that they are sort of blinding, or sorry, binding people down, chaining people down, and going into the community and almost attacking those people who want to take a break sometimes and maybe enjoy a different game and chain them down in and chain them down in that way." Uh, It's translation, so it's probably not perfect, but I I get the idea. Um, I dig this dude's vibe i think he's great i really <laughs> I mean, do you know yeah. hey i got a th- i got a conspiracy theory though what if this is all just to distract everybody from how shitty how truly shitty their account system is and how they just <laughs> never update the damn
2: thing and i mean it's <laughs> well, to distract from a number of things though too because at the same time as i agree with this they're also not building the kind of virtual world that like it seems designed as an ex- as a gameplay experience, yeah. like a, of a finite length, and you can play more of it if you love it. But a lot of these things, like committing to rating, committing to weekly things, does mean that you are committing a certain amount of hours of your game time to a game. So while it's great that he says that, um, a lot of interest in the MMO genre, at least let's say from ten or twenty years ago, does involve commitment. Yeah. And so it's great for him to say, yeah, our game like I'm like, yeah, your game doesn't involve commitment. Like everything's easy in this game, like <laughs> like comparatively. Like True. I don't think high tier rating in Final Fantasy fourteen can hold a match to high tier rating and PvP activities in World of Warcraft. Like I think I think PvP Blizzard, for sure cuz they don't really do PvP in final. I mean, I like think teams. Blizzard and esports companies in general build games that you do need to spend commitments on because you are practicing and getting better at the sport of your choice. So, it's a bit naive to completely tell people not to commit to games because that commitment's important because you're depending on other people. So, you want to you want to be somewhere reliably for people that you teammates with or that your guild mates with you do need at some level to commit to some games so mm-hmm. and like that's not the game they have <laughs> he's not coming out here saying like and we don't have a game like that so don't treat it that way like <laughs> there are games that do reward or require commitment and um so it, i think it's a bit naive yeah. it's a bit naive
1: i don't think that's what he's really saying though i think what he's saying is like he doesn't want he doesn't want to cultivate a a game that is about little breadcrumbs to keep you logging in every single day. He wants to put in a game that has content for those that want to seek it out, but not do, uh you know, the the big criticism of WoW right now is, like, oh, I gotta log in, I gotta do my dailies so I can get my anima, so I can put my anima into the machine, so I can buy the thing, so I can yeah. unlock the ability to grind anima, to buy the cosmetics that i want like he doesn't want to make a game that's like that which is uh, which is what i have found refreshing about when i got to the end game in final fantasy 14 was i couldn't believe how quickly i was getting stuff i was like wait a minute i i did this and i got a thing for it like that's yeah that's not how mmos work i'm supposed to do this 13 more times over the course of two months and be rewarded there for it and I I think more of what he's saying isn't that there isn't anything to do because, geez, I'm trying to get ready for Endwalker on my second character and I feel like I'm out of time. But
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it is for the second
2: character. I mean, what I know, isn't one I enough know. in that game? Like, oh my no, god, no, it it's is up.
1: actually. It's on me. But yeah. um, but like there is the ability to to decide to go deep on a lot of things, but also that you know if you want to check out. You know, they're making a game that lets you do that pretty easily. It's not... You're not going to feel like, oh god, I got left behind. Like, you can step away from Final Fantasy. I mean, you did, Bo, But if you were to come back in seven months, it's going to be the same game, more or less. You're going to be in the same spot. You're going to have the same quest. Maybe your job has changed a little bit. Maybe. But typically, it's going to be just on the higher end that those changes occur. Like... Hmm. You're going to be right back in and you can play. There's not going to be a penalty. It's not going to be like well, you didn't log in so you you've missed out on this. Um you know, the closest they get to stuff like that is the car, you know. Yeah. Like, eh, you didn't log in during this annual event, so you missed the car. You'll have to get the car next year." <laughs> yeah, I
0: uh I also like that the game And John, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody alluded to this in the chat, but it was on my mind. But uh, when they do an event, for example, whatever currencies are involved in that event are not exclusive to some particular grind. Like you can earn those through almost every other thing you do in the game. Like all those activities contribute to you earning what you need to do a thing.
2: Yeah, they Um, do kind of a a rotation. So go ahead. Well when i hit 40 i had there's a vendor that you traded reputation for items i think it had to do with getting the mount or something like that
0: Right but you and can earn I i hit a
2: cap on the day and i had to log in the next day to finish to complete earning things i don't think it's completely devoid of these systems Well they're not it, well
0: what i is, what right? i mean is like if you if you in World of Warcraft you want to do a certain thing is a very specific kind of activity you have to do to earn the thing you want Mm -hmm. um it used to be they'd experiment with some of that so you could wear a tabard in a dungeon and earn um a reputation that way but they took all that shit out eventually and now it's just you got to do this thing and that's all you can do it seems like and again my time in the game has been much more limited but in final fantasy 14 you can earn a lot of what that stuff is even if there's a daily cap. You can earn it by doing a myriad of activities, not just one thing that may or may not be your jam. And that alone is a huge is a huge thing for me anyway. I
2: agree. I like the reputation tabards. That's yeah. the Wrath of the Lich King era. <laughs> yeah. I thought those were all right. I, I like um, them because then I could do dungeons, which I enjoyed and didn't have to do other weird reputation earning stuff that I didn't enjoy. So yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, you're 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 right, Scott. Basically the for a simplistic version of it, if you're in old content, there's only one currency. You mm-hmm. get it from a bunch of different stuff. It is the it is the same currency through all that old content. So uh, whatever you do that earns that currency, you're just building up. And uh, they kind of use that as a catch-up mechanic because it allows you to kind of proactively get to gear. Once you get to current content, there are then two more types of currency at that level. And you have one that has a daily cap and one uh, that does not. Or I think it might be a weekly cap, not daily. But mm. um, one has a cap, one doesn't have a cap. And the stuff that has a cap is like the hardest top tier stuff. So it's it's stuff that you may not even hit the cap unless you're kind of going crazy on it anyway. Sure. Um, but you do earn it from multiple different uh, methods. So... There's, there's different paths to get that stuff. And I mean, I won't lie, it it has the game has different currencies and different grinds, but it's pretty good at like, saying, okay, you're opting in to do this content. Do you like it? And if so, you know, yeah, here's what you do for this. Yeah, um, and if not, you know it's skippable. The, so the it, only thing in Final Fantasy that's not really skippable, unless you're going to pay real money, is the story, and right. that's the thing that they're like, that's what we think is the most important part of the game. Yeah,
0: so. and a lot of players seem to agree. But yeah, it's like a wider funnel. The game, uh, WoW, has a funnel that starts out very wide, but then very gets very narrow in endgame, and it says here is the here is the one thing pretty much that you're going to be doing. And yeah, you can raid and yeah, you can PVP and these things have been there forever, but, but really progression is tied to this narrow funnel and final fantasy seems to have a bigger funnel and you enter it large and it kind of exit exits large because there's just plenty to do uh, that, that may or may not be your kind of game to play. Like you, uh, I will give it credit for that. It always had something I could go do that was, if I wasn't finding the current thing, I was doing fun. I could go do that instead. And I think that's a, that's a really powerful testament to what MMOs probably should be more like. Uh, They should be less narrow and more wide open, like more, it's not even sandboxy. I don't even know the word for this but just no
1: but it's along those lines like it it should feel like a world like and that's that's what it felt like is you know that's where where my
2: that's why i enjoyed barding because i just wanted to log into the virtual world and just do something that wasn't on a real real path right yeah
0: you reminded me of those dancer types back in uh star wars galaxy days did you play that at all when that was out No, i
2: didn't play star wars galaxies was there
0: but you could do that. You could get in there, go down to Mose Isley, get into the the cantina, and dance all day. That's all you had to do if you wanted to. And there was no yep, you'd
2: level up from
1: it and everything. Yeah,
0: it was just oh a really? very cool. sandboxy kind of open. Yeah, kind of thing.
2: like I mean, it's that's that's the that's the, not the that's the sales pitch on an MMO. Like there's a million games. It's like you're on there with other people. You can do. But you don't have to do the traditional things for entertainment. You can you know have social. Interactions, etc. Sure, sure. Uh,
0: well, anyway, it seems like a cool read. You guys can go check it out. It's up on Kotaku and worth uh, reading.
1: And I would just add, he's uh, so. This is all all of this information and stuff that we've seen is coming off of the back of they had a big media summit about the new Endwalker expansion coming out. And as a result, he made himself available to a lot of people. So if you check out YouTube or your favorite streamers or whatever, uh, if, it, if they're Final Fantasy related, um, there's a good chance they have an interview with him. And I've watched a bunch of them. Uh, Kyle actually sent me a message today and was like, man, these interviews are great. Uh, he's a very interesting guy. He's into a ton of games. Um, and he's, he's actually a bit of a hardcore gamer himself when he plays. So, mm. uh, he's got a, he's got a lot to say and a lot of it's very, very interesting. And I'd recommend checking those out. Um, cause it's, it's been fascinating to watch.
0: When's this expansion due?
1: Is November something. I think we're like 40 some days away or something like okay. that. All right.
0: Not too it's far. Like
1: late November. <laughs>
0: There'll be chocobos in there. I assume that'll be a thing.
1: Well, probably. Okay.
0: okay.
2: Chocobo, chocobos are important.
0: Yeah, no, they're they're literally. This seems to be the only animal in the entire game. Just kidding. There's <laughs> plenty. They um, don't seem to
2: eat them. They look delicious. <laughs> yeah, they do. I uh, bet a chocobo would taste good. It's I mean, interesting. It's like a super chicken. You probably imagine the the KFC sandwiches you can make with an all chocobo sandwich oh, for like real, right? Chocobo. The the meat is chocobo.
0: Just mm. a single chocobo could fill uh, feed a village for uh, two months. I'll bet you one yeah. chocobo down everyone lives
1: but they were like no let's make them like horses you know one one world goes this way the other world goes that way yeah. we uh we don't eat chocobos
0: no here. don't eat a chocobo don't eat your dog don't eat a chocobo that's basically what we're saying Yeah. all right uh moving on um gta or g4 it's coming back you guys remember g4 tv remember that that was a thing. Oh, Bo may I not. I don't know. Did Canada was have? That, G- was that
2: on? T- was well, was that on TV? Because I grew up without cable as well. So,
0: oh, well, it was a cable channel. So it was an entire channel uh, that originally. Well, no, hold on. G Four started as Tech TV, right? And then Tech TV was like old school Leo Laporte like tech stuff. Uh, here's how a modem works. Check it out. Uh, you yeah, know whatever that it kind of stuff.
1: Wasn't first? It was oh, ZDTV, I think you're right. Then Tech TV. Yep. Zip Davis then TV. G4. Then
0: then Tech TV. Then G4. And G4 kept around a bunch of the tech stuff, but basically it branded itself as a video game channel pretty early on. Um, it changed pretty quick though to also be here's where you're going to get reruns of Star Trek: The Next Generation and also. We got a weird game show where people jump on trampolines, and it got <laughs> yeah. weird um, pretty quickly. Yeah, but then it went away. I liked it because it had that Adam Sessler review show with Morgan Webb. Forgot the X-play. name. X Play. Yep. Um, which sounds like something Microsoft would wish they could use for things like X. Instead of uh, Game Pass, they would much rather call that X Play, but it's taken, so they can't. Um, but anyway, it was uh, it was cool because it was ours, right? We it felt like it was aimed at us. And so
1: I know. loved G4. Yeah. I basically from from the moment we got ZDTV, I basically had that on all the time whenever I was watching TV. So that tech TV I was way into for a long time as well. And then G4 I was I was really into. I liked X Play, I liked Attack of the Show. Um and uh yeah, I I would watch cops and ninja warrior if it was on and Star Trek the Next Generation. Yep. Uh which they I think if I remember correctly, I I believe it was G4 that did this. Maybe it was somebody else, but they would do like some like meta game stuff with their Star Trek reruns so it would have like a tally on the side that would say how many red shirts had died in the episode and how many uh, like people had been beamed and like, it really doubled down on all that. So I thought that was fun. It was all right. uh,
0: And this new, this reboot's going to have Ninja warrior episodes reruns.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They bought the rights to the catalog of Ninja warrior so they can air that. So if you're like me, it was like, you know what? I do want to watch Ninja warrior again.
0: You can.
2: I kind of, is it a channel or is it on YouTube? Uh, this Uh, is,
1: they've, they've done a little bit of both. So they did some streaming and now it is actually going to be on, uh, television.
0: Yeah. So it looks like they've got a deal with Verizon, Fios, Cox, Philo, Comcast, and Xfinity, which is the same
2: company. There still is television.
0: Uh, yeah, it'll be on TV. Um, I think that what I wanted out of G4, it never quite did. And it tried, it had some attempts that were pretty good, but I wanted a bunch of documentaries like imagine like the, the no clip stuff. Uh, I wanted that kind of content where it was like, Hey, let's look at the history of doom and why that's such a big deal. And like, I wanted more of that. And they did some, And they had a show called, um, I forgot the name of it, but it was basically that short, short hour long documentaries about video games and the history of gaming and stuff like that. Um, I would want more of that here, but then part of me says, well, wouldn't you just strike a deal with like Netflix and make a series about that? like, why does it have yeah. to be a channel, you know? Uh, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, not a lot of people doing the channel thing these days. No, not so much. It, no. it, it's weird. I think it's a cool nostalgia hit. I, you know, we'll see how successful it is. I I have a lot of nostalgia for this sort of thing, well, but even I'm like I don't sit down and watch. Especially it, cuz it's channels. it's
2: aimed at a tech audience, right? Like is the tech audience watching cable like you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like like if it's like we're aiming it at uh you know the retirement age people uh you know soap operas Grey's gray's anatomy whatever it's like okay yeah maybe they're watching tv is is your linux linux administrators are they like having a cable package watching uh oprah in the afternoon or something like or yeah. she's not on but whoever like <laughs> i'm like i don't think this is the right demo for a ch- like it I don't know. if they're simulcasting it on the internet then probably it'll well even even money. oprah
0: who had a network and also magazines and all the other shit she did she's got a deal on um uh is it apple yeah apple tv plus runs her docu series thing now like she's even partnered up with somebody i just think that's the future i don't i don't know why you'd mess with a channel but
2: i gotta assume it's more than just a channel
0: yeah Knucklebones wants to know if leo's getting a show on there no I I'm I what I'm telling you I'm telling you that cuz I I actually do have some inside information that is not happening. But uh but yeah it's uh it's uh interesting. We'll see if it means anything to us. I'm guessing it won't.
2: I have a feeling it's going to just kind of be. I mean, unless they've got a really good show on there. I don't want to yeah. count them out. There might be some like, might "Oh my be. god, did you see what happened on uh System Builders" <laughs> last week. <laughs> I, I've never watched it. I don't know what's on there. <laughs> I mean you here's the problem. The other problems. I is know you, nothing about YouTube
0: G4. basically has a th- a million uh G fours now. <laughs> like
2: Well, yeah, take like Linus pick. tech tips, right? Like every now and then I'm on a Linus video watching the Steam Deck, like the preview of what the Steam Deck is. Yeah. I mean.
0: We no longer need these things to coagulate the our content because that content's all spread out and democratized and it's difficult to pull that all back in and say, Well, we're the only channel worth watching. Um, so I, I don't know. I just don't know what their chances are like, but Hey, if they got a bunch of money from these companies, Comcast, Xfinity FiOS, all that, those that's big money. So maybe yeah, good
1: on it. them. They're a talented group of people.
3: Yeah.
0: The whole thing I remember <laughs> was founded by ex Microsoft co-founder. Can't think of his name. Not Bill Gates, not Steve
1: Ballmer. The other guy. Ugh
0: anyway he bankrolled he named Peters. the two
1: i knew so i'm I not gonna be able to guess
0: on that. and says kenneth Brana.
2: no that's an actor hey, i was thinking of kenneth Brana. what the hell why i wish i would have said it now. paul no allen there why. it is paul allen i just thought i just thought it would be funny to say and then i was like <laughs> that's dumb i'm not gonna say that and <laughs> said it in, in the, the chat, chat. Said it. uh well
0: anyway no sorry paul allen he um he he bankrolled it and then pulled out like that's why that thing kind of went away quickly as, as as quickly as it started it was a little bit he weird but stuff too, like so that <laughs> it's a problem yeah, it is a problem well the pull the, the quick pull out yeah it's kind of, a, it's yeah, kind of an
2: issue yeah. you think it works but it doesn't it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> um
0: real quick here uh i wanted to make sure we talked about this um avengers thing has anyone so avengers is on game pass now right
1: it is, yeah.
0: And I downloaded Oh, I it. even
2: played it, but oh, I never you did. I take credit for it in any of the show things. I, I've played the introductory level as Kamala Khan. You did. Okay. Yeah. So yeah.
0: uh is it okay. I downloaded it on my Xbox and thought about putting it on my PC. It's cross save, so I could. Did it should I? It should I even bother? I don't know what to say about that game in twenty
2: twenty one. So it's okay. I mean the starting experience was just okay like it was just okay. It was like over the top cinematic, like, you know, there's a bridge and some bomb is going to be on it. But is it fun? I mean, <sighs> did you like the moment it's to not moment? Bad. It's yeah. <laughs> like playing a movie. Like, it felt like I was like, you know, lets you hit things a little bit, but then it does all the cinematic stuff. So it's like a, it's like an, like am I watching it or am I really playing it? I never really felt like I was playing it, but you know, I could see it. The problem, the reason I stopped playing was the whole thing hadn't downloaded. It was like the next chapter will load when it's fully downloaded, and I was like, "All right, I'm out." Yeah, and I just I haven't picked it back up. So,
3: all right,
1: I'd say it was it's all right. Fine, like, it's worth playing.
2: Well, the fact I that thought in- the introductory level was pretty good. Like it was okay. entertaining. I I enjoyed, but it, but I, there's just so many games. It didn't. It's not. I'm not like God. I gotta play the Avengers game. I
1: I mean, I I think it's (laughs) yeah. I I think it's important to set your expectations. Yeah. If you're going in and you're like, yeah, me and all my friends, we're gonna get in. We're gonna pick our favorite Avengers. We're gonna team up. It's gonna be combo moves and uh, avenging. That's what we're gonna do. No, it's not gonna happen. Nobody's playing it. Okay. But if you want to go in and play a pretty decent. Marvel Universe game
2: looter shooter It's all
1: it's all right. Yeah. yeah. The okay. loot isn't that good. So <laughs> it's just like have you ever what looked at one of the loot does the Hulk use like fists he better
2: pants <laughs> like yep. better rip F- pants? fists and pants and gamma energy and bones? I think he loots bones. See, I feel like not rewarding that kind of stuff on principle in a way. So I'm like, you know, like they don't need items. I don't know. I that's that's a stupid take. I, I'm not going to
3: <laughs> i gotta uh, go
2: deep on that but it's weird right like what yeah. is hulk gonna use he's already strong he's already have... level 100 like <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to
1: level up the hulk yeah but he's sad in this game so you is know he?
0: maybe he's he sad? just gets he's angry. sad what, is... <laughs> Aww. what happened is he yeah. someone uh, uh
1: his friend his friends died Aww. that's too bad the, sto- the story is uh It's not spoilers. It's the opening. Captain America dies in the opening of the game. He
0: should be sad that not the the most successful standalone version of the Hulk ever made was that crappy TV show in the 70s. And the movies have never quite cut it. That's that should make him sad because he's great as a a incredible
1: Hulk was okay. I liked
0: it. Don't get me wrong. But that thing was a bomb in terms of like Marvel money. That's true. Uh, I like the Hulk. I'm a huge fan. I think he's great. But if
1: you've ever looked at a Marvel character or any of the Avengers, yeah. the ones that are in the game, and yeah. gone, it would be cool to play as them. And yeah, you'll get something out of this.
0: Well, I downloaded you'll play it as, well. as all of them, and yeah. they
1: feel okay. And yeah.
0: Is it graphically nice and all that? Or I mean, yeah, it's okay. Okay. It I
1: don't it's- like the art style. They made a. I think they made a mistake there. I yeah. think deciding to go. Marvel Cinematic Universe adjacent was a problem because you look at things and you either think it looks wrong, or it doesn't look good enough.
0: You think they learned their lesson a little bit with that upcoming uh, Guardians game because it looks like they're sticking closer to like comic adaptations and not adjacent MCU. Do you know what I mean? It's
1: it's a step in the right direction for sure. If I look at it and I go, okay, it looks like the comic books. It doesn't look like they're trying too hard to be like the movies I
0: feel like I'll just
2: wait for that I'll just play that Captain America looks like somebody like a handsome man Elaine would date on Seinfeld like it's not it's not a full you know like Hollywood handsome it's like a New York Seinfeld handsome where she's like right oh my God. and she's gonna I'm really watching, like a like baby the ugly baby episode <laughs> yeah where the doctor's there and go and he's like oh you're breathtaking and Elaine's like oh my God and then they look he looks at the ugly baby and he goes yeah that baby's breathtaking and yeah like that guy <laughs> that's great So, but it's like that doctor like that look of like yes you know yeah that's what they kind of look like seinfeld uh
1: you're you're a hundred percent right seinfeld literally actors. my thought when i saw captain america this is what went through my head was he looks like somebody's dad where you would go oh dude you're that that person's dad is attractive and they would go Yeah, I guess he is. Mm -hmm. And that would be the entire conversation. And you just go, "Ah, he just he just looks like a a
2: good looking dude. That's it. dad attractive. We're not talking uh, created in a a genetic lab. Chris Evans attractive. No, like different
0: kind. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I love that. I just saw it because it was on in the background or something. But the episode where Elaine's really liking the guy she's going out with. And then for some reason in the car, he pulls his wiener out. You guys remember that one? That's a great. Oh, episode. I what
2: season I haven't gotten there. I'm up to season six. I'm doing like a full watch. I've been watching it every day all week. You're almost there.
0: Okay. It's a fantastic episode. It's great. The way they deal with the whole thing is great.
2: I mean, the master, the domain episode. I forgot how great that. It's one so is. That's a Pretty good one.
0: Everything's great. Seinfeld's great. Uh, everyone complaining that it's four by three or sorry, sixteen by nine on uh, on Netflix uh, forgot that it was already that on Hulu and has been the entire time. So. The internet just likes to freak out about things multiple times and forget that they already freaked out about it. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe that'll be good. G4 TV, making a, making a big fat comeback. Um, Avengers adding XP boost. We talked about that. Oh no, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, no, we didn't.
1: We just talked about the game. If it was good. That's right. We so, reviewed they had, it.
0: <laughs> so here's the, this reason it's even news. They backtracked originally. And I remember this, they were making a big stink about, Hey, by the way, we're not going to be paid a win of any sort. It's only going to be cosmetics in this store. So buy a cool Hulk armor and no nothing, not even XP boost. Well, now you can get XP boost, or you will soon. They're adding it. I don't know what happened just, here. Probably just need money. Just
2: a sign that the game's not making money. So they're like, well, who cares about reputation? Yeah. I think they're probably he- even losing the contract at a certain point. I'd be willing to bet based on the tepid. Sail, you know what I mean? Like, the future of this thing's in jeopardy. I can't imagine the Marvel franchise going, you really killed it with the Avengers release. We're going to give you more contracts. Yeah. Or we have a long, promising future, so it's kind of like, ah, just monetize it and get what we can out of some suckers and let's move Especially on.
3: Especially
1: with how long that game was in development and that they felt the need to continue down there. I mean, I, I guess I will say this. I respect the fact that they put out a roadmap of, like, here's what we want to put out. And that even though that game by all accounts has not done well, they have stuck to it. They've, you know, they, they put out another Hawkeye and black Panther and Spider-Man's coming and all of that. Like it's not a bunch of broken promises. I mean, this is, they said they weren't going to do this and they, they are, but like by and large, they continued to support that game despite everybody else kind of ignoring it. So I, I do have a lot of respect for that. But I, yeah, I think Bo's right. I think this is like, well, let's try and get whatever money we can out of this thing before it goes away forever.
0: Yeah, it's a video game equivalent of a politician promising no new taxes and then giving you know having new taxes, <laughs> which happens almost every time they say that, so. Uh, there's a reason yeah. Bush senior didn't get two terms is what I'm getting at.
2: Like, they're like, everyone's going to be mad, but nobody's playing it. So the people that are playing it probably don't read the news and they, they won't care. They'll yep. buy it probably. Like I'm assuming
0: it would have been great if they said, read my lips, no, uh, pay to win no options XTZ. in our store.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, repeat history there. Um, anyway, I mean, it's so unfair how we, we parcel this out though, because, I mean, Final Fantasy does it, 14, right? Like, the story yeah. skip is basically an XP boost. Sure. Yep. No, that's yeah. true. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is kind of unfair how we pick and choose who's, like, offside.
1: Well, I, don't think I, the think the, I think the rules are super issue. Play devil's
2: advocate. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think the issue isn't that it exists. I think the issue is that they said they weren't going to do it, and then they're like, yeah, we're going to do
0: it. Yeah, Final Fantasy never said they weren't going to do anything, and they, you know, so whatever they're doing, they just do. Um, And also, I don't know, they're... I think a lot of people, the, the, the splashback of the console specifically or console dominant action looter shooter games all trying to get in on that and everybody trying to figure out what to do. And EA being very egregious with their, with their money grubbing at the time, I think just made people really sensitive to these particular kinds of games and when they include things that aren't. You know, if they're going to charge 59 bucks and then keep charging money for something in a store... I don't think that's as easy to swallow as saying our m m o will have an option to boost a character or to bring him to the current or you know skip a story or whatever. I think people are just have a different tolerance for that I think yeah, I do I anyway
2: i have a i think different yeah, tolerance I think right. I've come to the conclusion that it's all all scams, no matter what degree like you know you have a game, you play chess, you play Mario brother like you play the game, the game exists as it is. You've got these scenarios where gaming has reached complexity where, do you want to save time? Pay us money and we can save you time. And it's like, it's just like, just let the game be what it is. Like, you know, it's like It's a scam. Like it's just flipping a few bits in a SQL database. There you go. (laughs) Like you know, it's a scam. You heard it here (laughs) first. Bo Bo says video games are a scam. I like it. (laughs) it. No, like boot, like any time saving boosting. Like even like Warframe, and it's boosting it. Like it doesn't take 24 hours to build the uh, the hammer or axe in there. I know it doesn't take that long. That's just like a little timer in your database. And you're like, well, we could change the the value in here for $10. Yeah. Like it's, 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 I think all to varying degrees, a scam, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, it's the time and day we live in, I suppose.
2: And you know, well, I mean, we're weak. I mean, we get you know scammed what? by all kinds of things, not just games. So I had a weird not-
0: experience this week and I didn't put it on my list for just because why would I bring it up? But I really quite like, Star Trek Legends, which is one of those games on mobile and hear me out, John, before you say anything, (laughs) a game on mobile where it's an IP like Star Trek and you can collect all these people. You got Kirk and Spock and everybody in between all the way up to modern Star Trek uh, discovery and characters from movies and all this stuff. And you collect them and unlock them and do that whole thing. And then you go out and fight and there's turn based battles. You know, the game I'm talking about, the kind of game I'm talking about. What I like about this game is it's arcade, uh, Apple Arcade exclusive, which means no microtransactions of any kind and no ads of any kind. There's none of that in the game. Uh, so everything in the game is played as a game. It's like unlock it, do the, do, the, do the mission, and then now you've got the benefit or you've got the results or the loot or the levels or whatever. Your guy leveled up, give him a new phaser. Sweet, wait, well done. Let's go out on another mission or let's do some PvP or whatever. All of those trappings are there that those games always have. There's the Marvel one and Star Wars has one. Everybody's got one of these. Um, This Star Trek one is that game. It's that game type minus all microtransactions and all store stuff. It's all off. It's off table. There's no way to even do it if you wanted to. Now, I will admit playing that one time I went, oh, I wish I could just boost Jordy." To where I need him to be, <laughs> yeah.
2: because yeah. I found Jordy at a low level and I want to get him. In he the main crew. he needs a little boost, even in the show. I think that's canon. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's actually very much in his character. Yeah. Yeah.
2: sometimes people need to give him a little guidance. Yeah, so it's,
1: it's, but part of me like, was like, "Damn it, I made you in the holodeck, but it was simply to solve a problem. It right. wasn't for." Look, we fell in love naturally, but we—I didn't create you for that reason.
0: <laughs> that episode always makes me sad. I can't watch it without feeling bad for him, but. But anyway, uh, I want to get Jordy. I want to match him up with the current crew that I run with and dump this. Uh, I have a I have a Borg. I who's fine. He's just kind of boring, but he's over leveled. I am Borg. And the the Borg is <laughs> the Borg is good. I've got him nice and stacked out stats wise, but he's a normal character without any real benefits. Jordy's got all kinds of benefits, but he's super low level. And for a hot second, I went, "Oh, I wish I could just pay two bucks somewhere and just get this." get this guy
2: hear that Star Trek legends uh,
0: i know like I, that's that's
2: part of the problem You're Leaving money on the stuff. table what kind of developer are you yeah. the kind of developer that loses money for its shareholders well they did terrible terrible developer <laughs> but
0: remember this is i mean they're getting paid plenty because they're doing the apple the apple exclusivity thing yeah, and they're doing fine but i
2: but and i know I like what you game. mean yeah but but like isn't animal crossing like that i haven't played an animal crossing but my sense is animal crossing is time bound right like it is. You use certain is, activities. Yeah. You cheat it. Yeah. Okay. Set, set aside the cheating side of the conversation, but the product as is. Like, you don't, Baby doesn't get everything Baby wants right away. And yeah. and not also for money, right? Uh, Baby is you the gamer. <laughs> Us the gamer, let's say. Um, which is how the money scam works. Like, we create an artificial scenario where Baby wants boost now. And you're like, okay, I'll pay. And you get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's bad, like in your case, Scott, to have a game that's designed to just make you savor it in some reasonable way, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess what I found out is, or what I learned was, I don't know if it's conditioned me, or I don't know what it was, but it was there that, that tendency came out in me. It's a thing I normally hate and decry, and this idea that, oh, I'll pay my way to success in a game. I hate that. Like at a very fundamental level, I don't like it. But there I was wishing for it in this one case, for poor Geordie LaForage. And it didn't happen. It didn't go our way. So it's
3: they, just it's like mean, an they
2: do Uber Eats too. Like, have you ordered from Uber Eats recently? I've never done
0: Uber Eats. I only do DoorDash, but I know. I I'm
2: ordered like, yeah. and it's like you can order normal speed or you can have oh, priority yeah. speed. Yeah. And I'm like, isn't everything a priority? Like, <laughs> what do you mean priority speed? Like are are they is it are they taking a jet to my house? Like what what am I paying an extra? D- they already charge a delivery fee and a service fee, and now I'm going to pay a priority fee so I can get it. What five minutes sooner? Like, and that's just the point. It's like it's all made up. It's all invented to yeah, manipulate. People. It's all made up. Like everything. So, made up. so, but the fact that like on a human basis, like if you being if you're being if gratification is delayed and you want that gratification now and there's a way to do it, it can be hard to to force yourself to delay that gratification.
3: Yeah.
1: To me, that's the most fascinating thing about video games. Is like, yes, you can oversimplify everything down to like, hey, here's a load screen or here's a starting screen, press start, end credits, you beat the game. Nobody's going to find that satisfying. There has to be some challenge, some progress, some something in the middle there. But we've gotten to a place with gaming where we've gotten, you know, like play styles of your typical mobile games where it's like, okay, send them on a mission, come back in, you know, four hours and see the results of that mission. And we we get to this mindset of like, well, why can't I skip that? I need I need a way to skip this. And to me, it's fascinating to try and determine where the lines and barriers are of what is appropriate challenge that we expect and find okay and what is challenge that we feel compelled to skip and like oh no that's acceptable that i can that i can go over um and i i think chat kind of nailed it even if that's not what they're talking about right now it's like boring like honestly i i think you are enjoying like whatever the dopamine hits of that Star Trek game are, but there's nothing entertaining about leveling up Jordi LaForge. <laughs> <No.
2: laughs> well, why are they making you wait? Like, well, you don't she, have to. Because I go, John, it seems like bad game design. Like, why not let you just level it up? Like, where's?
0: Well, you can. I just got to go get these leveling <laughs> ingredients things that'll let me artificially level them. Now, I can also send him <laughs> on missions, even ones while I'm not playing. Well, he'll he'll come back with some levels. Like, there's ways to build the dude out. And do it in a relatively quick fashion but um it's like an mmo or any other kind of game where you know these are treated like characters who need either direct experience or or the in-game uh some of the loot is basically artificial experience giving Mm -hmm. uh it's just that in the real world or i should say in the regular app store when you buy one of these kinds of games like the star wars one you get darth vader you're like oh shit he's legendary sweet okay uh, got to get him leveled up and you can, and if you don't have the stuff, you just go spend four 99 and do it. And I think maybe I was just a little conditioned for that. Even though I new I never do that normally. I just had this right, desire. But
1: I think to what, to what my point is, is like, okay, but if the gameplay of leveling him up and powering him up was actually interesting instead of just like a, no, I pressed the button and made him uh, now he's going to be better now. Is I, I push the button. <laughs> like, you can simplify any game. You can take th- the original Final Fantasy and go, well, okay, but these fights aren't hard. So what if I just said, okay, this is how powerful my character is? I mean, I feel like this is where that,
2: like, uh, Yeah, the fights are so interesting in Final Fantasy, they gave you an auto battle option.
1: Right, (laughs) I mean, like that's step one, right? And step two is like, okay, well, rather than do a whole loading screen and fight, why don't we just say, if you're above the level of what you encounter, you automatically defeat it. Okay, well, if we're going to do that, you know, then why don't we just have no enemies? Why don't you just walk where you need to go? Okay, well, why don't we just say, like, okay, you're the king, and you sent the adventurers, and then you just say, congratulations, you did it. Like, slowly you remove gameplay for the, like, well, there's no reason for this, really, when you think about it. Yeah. And I think the only thing that's in, the reason it's in there is because it's interesting. And I think the reason people go, well, let me buy a skip is because they don't find it interesting. It's boring.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, It's got to mean the game's bad. Let me me pay not to play the game. (laughs) I it's mean, it can be, but part yeah. of it
0: is like if you're really into the collection of it, like this game also has an auto ba- auto f- uh, fight feature, like an auto play feature it also has uh, speeded up to four times the speed or whatever. So you do get to a point where you're just like, I need to tear through this, this content. And they seem to know that, like they know you're not going to be really methodical about your turn based activity because you're a thousand points higher in power than the team you're fighting. So big deal. Just go ahead and lay waste to them. It's more of a collect, got to collect them all kind of jive. And I do like away missions cause I can send them off. And two hours later I get a notification. Hey, uh, and it's always weird. It's like, Hey, Picard, a Klingon, uh, some weird alien I've never heard of and a Borg are back. And they got all the shit done. Send them out again. Like I like that kind of stuff. It was like companions and oh. wow. Or, um, you know, sure. other games that do this. Well, uh, uh, what, uh, Star oh, Wars it's Over a Republic, game style.
2: Like, uh, I party management yeah sort of
0: thing. i like doing yeah. that yeah, and it's working on jordy he is he is climbing yeah. the ranks because i just keep sending him on missions and then you know he gets leveled and comes back and i didn't have to do anything but i don't know why i like it i like it <laughs> i like that game yeah but, but it's got the its point prompt.
2: you were making was just that you would also take a skip just to be like all right let me yeah let me just yeah know, just okay. like this it, one it time the impulse you had and you said oh my god we're so used to it that we think well, part of we part of the of
0: it, part of the fun of that, that. game, is I think they're trying to say, "Hey, what if you had the craziest group of Worf, Kirk, uh, Michael, what's her name from the new show? Myers. <laughs> yeah, Michael Myers, um, and Shinzon Michael from uh, from the movie from Nemesis, uh, played by Tom Hardy. What if that was your group? Like, that's what they want you to do—is like mix and match all these generations together because that's the story of the game." is how you're doing, you're crossing time and space and all this. Um, but I just want to make a really kick-ass TNG crew. And I've already got Worf. He's my max. He's my most leveled character right now.
2: There a lot of cool characters. There's Garrick and like... All of them, uh, yes. Garrick. Broccoli in there. Broccoli's
0: in it. Um, name the character. <laughs> what does the, he do? Name the Star Trek character. They're all in it. He's, in, he's an engineering class. I'm
2: sure O'Brien is in there. Oh, what yeah. Is, Miles um, O'Brien's in it and they're Brian's all wife what, what's what's her name i'm just forgetting who's why oh keiko i don't know if keiko's keiko. in there
0: she might be keiko o'brien yeah she might be
2: what about alexander <laughs> i want to work the team. it's alexander no nog yeah i mean alexander nog who's the uh, one that says wesley. Uh, who's and the wesley is and wesley. team <laughs> annoying team, team teen like just alexander yeah. nog wesley and we just need a fourth i don't know um uh
1: picard as a kid from that episode where they got turned into kids
0: oh i hate that one so much I Hate
2: it. it's a bad know, episode there's gonna be a better young kid than that it's more okay Dr. oh Thresher oh Jacob, um cisco's kid
1: oh right yeah
2: oh uh, well and- the
0: one thing it doesn't have by the way i should say this it adheres entirely just to the television stuff except in the case of nemesis but it's a tng movie so all the movie tie-ins and all the television tie-ins are 100 percent original series, uh, TNG, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, um, uh, even all uh, the what was the uh, Enterprise, and then the new stuff. There's nothing in there with like the new crew, like you know Chris, what's his name, and the different and Spock it. and all those guys. Like the newer movies, they're not in there at all. So
2: oh, like the the J.J. Abrams, yeah,
0: those people aren't. The J. 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 There's J. J. not Abrams? like two versions of Kirk. The only Kirk is original Kirk.
2: Nobody likes those new Star Trek movies. By the
0: way, do you want to oh I love that the most recent of the three is my one of my favorites. Okay. Freaking love that thing.
2: Um, I mean, one- people like them, but I mean they're not they're not spoken <laughs> of in those hallowed ways that other series yeah. are. Like you like gun to your head you would say, yeah, I can, ex- I can live with excluding these from the history, annals of history. <laughs> like, you know, like, like, but you know, original DS nine, star Trek, next generation, original series. You're like, no, these are great. I think I'm the weird you're one. Like, in- ah. I'm the, you know, if the, we, the we the were talking guy. to the watcher and he's like in the infinite span of timelines, uh, we want to get rid of these JJ Abrams films. Are you cool with that? You'd, you'd be like, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> well,
0: that, that, that explains why I love the third one the most, because the third one is not, no one ever thinks the third one's the best of those, but I think the third one is a badass. Awesome no, I think.
1: I think the third one's the best.
0: Yeah, it's the. Just I, the third
2: one have, have, have third weird Klingons best. in it.
0: It had well,
2: they had no, a glimpse of weird, Klingons. Was it was weird. The second one was the second one. I just can't. I can't. I can't abide by this weird reinterpreting of Klingons. Like we got a great template for the Klingon. Why do we? Why is Discovery has weird Klingons? Jay, like why? Mm. <laughs> like, Worf is perfect. He is beautiful. Like <laughs> th- th- that Klingon template is is you can't. Make perfect any more perfect. Than I can't. This. I don't Stop like it.
0: how Sidian always says things better than my brain does. He says uh, in the chat, he says, uh, the the third one is a Star Trek movie. The first two are just space movies that happen to have Star Trek characters in them. That is a hundred percent how I feel about those movies. Yeah. That hmm. third one is a legit Star Trek movie, which is why I think a lot of people were like, oh, I didn't like it as much as the first two because what they got out of the first two was big, loud blockbuster movie tropey things and the third one was like no this is Star Trek ass Star Trek going on here. Yeah. It was great.
1: And then the Beastie Boys. And
0: the Beastie Boys from the first. No that was the first one wasn't it? Or did they do first that one, again? That was the Boys. Third one. I think
1: they're in
2: all of them
0: actually.
1: Because the, a- the cat girl uh from the third one was like she she was into the music.
0: Oh right. But they also did it in the first one when he was driving yeah, the, his dad's car yeah. and yeah. all that. And they had the Nokia <laughs> all that Nokia branding on everything. Ah, Piss me off. Nokia and Star Trek. Freaking F off, you
1: guys. That company <laughs> yeah,
0: doesn't even exist good. now. What a shit show. Alright, anyway.
2: But you know, he went on to do good things with the Star Wars franchise. So. Yeah, yeah really pulled that one Yeah, in, so. really nailed that. <laughs> Boy, we really... We don't... <sighs> six movies, and you know, everyone was super happy with all six of them. I like Super 8. I like uh, the third
0: um, Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movie. It's also yeah. a J.J. Abrams joint. Like, I think J.J. Abrams makes he can do really cool work. I think being handed two of the world's biggest sci-fi franchises of all time. And in the case of star Wars, the biggest franchise of all time, I think is a mistake. I think it was too safe. I think they knew he would make a polished looking product, but in the end it would all be empty calories and it bums me out. It bums me.
1: Yeah. Out. I, so I think they are not great movies, but I think his first uh, star Trek was Okay. Like, it's watchable, but like Bo said, you know, if you were saying, like, okay, let's cross things out of time, it would be on the list. Um, First to and go. I think his, I, I think The Force Awakens is a very enjoyable, watchable movie. Yeah. I don't know if it adds a lot to the Star Wars mythos, but I do enjoy having that movie on. It looks good. Shouldn't it have... sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's fine.
2: Yeah. I shouldn't have said I'd the SW word. Don't feel that way. I don't that's know, dude. The third one. We're just going to get
0: in trouble. I mean, in the, in his I've said this at the time, but history I believe history is already showing that second one was the only one that dared to do anything different. And I know that's very controversial, but I like the second one.
2: Of I'm all three. Stuff to like about the second one. Yeah. Uh, just just, you know, like, uh, I like, I like Lucas as a putz, but that's about it. <laughs> Lucas is a putz.
0: <laughs> oh, but he drinks from the teat of an alien. Or no, he it's doesn't. Like, he puts what in am the I going to do?
2: Face the whole army with a laser sword? Yes, <laughs> that you're... is what we want. <laughs> we waited <laughs> a billion years for you to take out a whole army with a laser sword. <laughs> like this is what he did.
3: Yeah. The problem that's, is, that's the third movie,
1: say. the third movie didn't execute on it. That's what he did. Yeah. Can you imagine though a third movie that actually took the narrative that was being left there, which was the fact that you had a galaxy that was disenfranchised uh, to the point where they wouldn't rise up. And then they heard the legend of Luke Skywalker going out and facing down an army by himself and coming out victorious and then using that as a rally point to fight against this new order. That would have been awesome. It would have been. It didn't happen. That's not the movie we got.
0: No, we got a very different film.
2: Yeah, a shame. We have a mistake. I I just watched too much Duel of the Fates. (laughs) That's great
0: music for such a shit film. Anyway, moving on. Sorry, I know I know he likes the prequels, so I like to give him a little hell. Uh, I for like that. the
2: prequels. Everyone except Bo doesn't like the prequels.
0: Yeah, you love the prequels. You're, I
2: think you're I'm biased though. Like, I definitely like had a really strong makeout session during one showing. I saw oh. it four times. That's probably why I'm really biased towards loving it because I had a really great watch. Wow. It. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never really brought that up, but all the times I defended, I feel like that's an important point that would help people to understand. Yeah. Why I'm crazy, I guess. That's one of those I don't great no,
1: that didn't do it for me. I made out with someone through almost the entirety of the movie under siege. <laughs> and I don't have a whole lot of fondness for
2: that movie.
3: <laughs> under siege the
2: Steven Seagal the heck, classic?
1: Dude? Steve. Wait, no, blood. it wasn't that. It wasn't Steven Seagal. What was the movie?
2: Well, it was under definitely just the one where he's
1: on the boat. No, it wasn't
2: that. It
1: wasn't that. It was the one with Bruce Willis and they declare martial law.
0: Oh, uh, right after 9 11, it was controversial. Um,
2: you made out
1: of <laughs> no, a 9 11 movie? It wasn't 9 11. No, it was after 9 11. Before that. No, this would have been before. Hold uh, on.
0: Are you sure? <laughs> I think <laughs> I know what you're yeah. talking about.
1: No, because I was in high school after 9 11, and this was in middle school.
0: Hold on, Bruce Willis. We're going to find this.
2: Are you talking yeah. about the
0: Armageddon?
2: No, it's not Armageddon. It can't be Armageddon, right? No, it is wasn't. It, sorry, is me. he on a boat? Bruce Willis on a boat?
1: <laughs> no, he's not on a boat. Steven Seagal was on a boat, but it wasn't that movie. I will find it.
2: Uh, I will know it once <laughs> I see it. Okay. And you thought of Under Siege, so. It's not it hostage,
0: siege? right?
2: Not hostage. Is it the 1998's The Siege? Is it 16 That's block?
1: it. There you
2: go. The Siege. <laughs> it's like, I can't think of the movie. <laughs>
1: is <laughs> <The siege.
2: laughs> <laughs> well, oh. not under siege what could it be oh this the isn't siege. what i thought
0: it was okay never mind yeah this was oh no you know what it was it wasn't this was after 9-11 it was how stupid this movie felt after 9-11 because prior to 9-11 it was like a you know this is what terrorists would do in new york and now it's like a cartoon compared to what they did in new york
1: well i don't know anything about this movie because i was making out <laughs> through the entire thing i've never seen it yeah I watched one scene in the movie where we took a break and You were making then,
2: out while they were destroying America, John.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a real How could you? It's a real analogy for my life, honestly. And I you know, I watched one scene and my parents we got to the end and they're like, Well, what'd you think of the movie? And we'd only seen one scene, so it was the only scene we talked about. We we're like, Man. Because I think somebody who's supposed to be good turns out to be bad, like she's a double agent or something. I was like, I didn't see that twist coming. That was crazy. Yeah. And that was just all we would talk about because that was the only part of the movie we saw.
2: Right. Oh, you know, Annette Benning was in, um, you guys see the report?
0: Uh, never saw the report. She's also an open range, which is very good. Oh, yeah, She's really good in the report. All right. That's a great movie. I like it. And that is a great actress.
2: And that's about terrorism. Don't make out during that
0: movie. Yeah, don't all. make out in that. Don't make out in your <laughs> terrorism movies. Why
1: am I getting judged for making out during a
2: terrorism movie? <laughs> like, look.
1: <laughs> I was in middle school. I think it's because I've watched Seinfeld, have, and they I would Seinfeld, have made out during any movie. It Doesn't in Seinfeld, matter. Seinfeld,
2: they give a lot of shit to Jerry. Like Jerry makes out during Schindler's List, and the whole fan, Uncle Leo finds out, or stuff like that, or somebody. Well, sees, no, what it was? No, is, Newman. Newman spots him, and yeah, Newman tells. He told everybody, uh, but, everybody but also, but also, he was like, they were,
0: they were like, how? What'd you think of Schindler's List? And Jerry was like,
2: Oh yeah, it was, uh,
0: it was great with the list <laughs> and the
2: yeah. That's was great.
0: That was me, yes. Uh, I really, that, that's I really what you did. It's like to you that made that up for the yeah. siege.
2: I'm like, how could you? <laughs> yeah. you? monster. I love it. I don't
1: it. think that was a bad movie to miss for, for making out. No, too.
0: I think you're alright. Denzel Washington's a national treasure, but you're fine. I yeah. wouldn't worry about it. Uh, alright, well, Riot also in the news. We'll rip through this real quick. Riot disabled League of Legends slash all chat to cut down on toxicity, and I would say to that uh, it's about an effing time like now i mean
2: (laughs) add add this to the suite of things the more popular versions of our favorite game heroes of the storm they finally do like didoy. yeah yeah. i just remember that being like a you know uh, an issue it was
0: an issue people were pissed because they wanted teams to so for those uninitiated slash all meant you could talk shit to the other team that you were playing and you could do it anytime during the game and they basically said that uh i mean I'll, I'll, i'll sum it up they basically said uh it was more toxic than not. So we're taking it out. And I don't know why it took him so long. It's always been more toxic than not. Are you kidding? Like yeah. from day one, it's been bad.
1: Any game, if you have a global chat channel, it is the first thing I leave if given the option to leave a chat channel. Yeah. I just don't I don't want to see it. Watching people play New World is infuriating because their stupid chat takes up like the whole left side of the screen like anyone in an MMO is ever going to say anything important they're like oh it better be big so everybody can see it and it's it's like I
2: hate Who does it that is a big chat in new, new world. world it's new world
1: it takes up like the whole left side of the screen yeah. it's like they allocated the it's you know weird. how when you drag a window in windows to yeah, like yeah. the far left and it perfectly divides it on the side of the screen yeah. it's like they did that with their chat box
3: yeah new it's world. Re- you can't really resize resize
1: it or
0: anything. No, like you it's cannot resize. You can change font size overall, but you know, kind of change your UI, shrink it or enlarge it. But it still takes up this enormous portion of the screen. It's really weird. I'm I don't I'm know why. it's that. We
2: haven't heard about that because I, I would think that'd be a big complaint having your view filled with text. Well,
0: if you turn it all, you can turn all, you can leave all the groups entirely, like all the public channels and everything, uh, and then you just never uh, see it. But um, it's still, it's pretty stupid. But if
2: you're seeing it, you're really going to get involved. Yeah, it's I not kind like of, in the bottom corner. Kind of hit Those a wall in games. that game.
0: I'm gonna. I don't think I'm done with it, but I hit a bit of a wall. I got to a place where it was like, Well, I'm gonna have to cut down a lot more trees before I get anywhere." Like, I don't know. I just felt it just felt like I hit. I hit kind of a wall at about. Yeah. I hit. It was, a,
1: I hit there. a wall too. It was. Uh, I played it.
0: You were 30 seconds in, and you hit that wall.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I gave it an hour, and I was like, "Oof."
0: Yeah,
2: I've noticed crafting that. Games are for a certain kind of audience,
0: for sure. And I noticed there's not a ton. Uh, like but the first week my friends list was just packed with people in there and now i'm lucky to see one or two of my friends in there so i don't i don't know what that means i'm not trying to spell doom for anything but i think maybe the honeymoon might be over and people are people will stay and it'll you know grow and it'll be whatever it's going to be but you know we're 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 past the we're past the the, the big freak out uh mm-hmm. at the moment
2: yeah i uh, think this will be a um a quick sizzle quick flash yeah probably a
0: bit of that you know who would really benefit right now the whole like wow is it a weird place and everyone's looking for something new to do if riots mmo was done it'd Mm -hmm. be a very different world right now
2: yeah i mean it's but it's the state of gaming right now like there's a ton of content creators looking for the latest thing to hype things of people about I, i i don't know if it's almost somewhat biases against games being successful to be perfectly honest with you everything gets boring once it's released. You know what? I I don't know. I don't know if I'm overthinking it, but in this culture of like, what's the hottest new thing? If everyone's overloaded on it in terms of streams, videos, YouTube stuff, I think we burn through it quicker. I think Mm -hmm. this notion that we're going to land on something that's like, it'll keep us engaged for years to come is like, it's not happening. (laughs) Like, I think we were, we are in such a, whatever whatever happened in the last minute is cool, and everything else is old news, yeah, it happens in two state cases of in,
0: in a modern sense, two cases have figured it out. It's Fortnite and Roblox, and those are all mostly aimed at younger audiences, and those younger audiences yeah. get obsessed with their thing and they stick around for a long time. Minecraft, perhaps before that, but I agree with you, I think the day may be gone where like even like when Diablo Four comes out, a lot of anticipation for that game, you know that's it could bring bring a lot of blizzard people back. I don't know, but when that happens. It's going to be massive for a while,
2: yeah. and then and then not. Someone's going to hit max level in two days, and then they're going, everything's going to be on farm within a week. Yeah. And what's there, what's there going to be to talk about? What's exciting? There'll be some hardcore people who just love it, but for the most part, all the big-name celebrity streamers we've validated are going to be looking for, yeah, that's old news, and everyone's going to be like, yeah, that's right. He said it was old news, so let's move on. Yeah. And, you know, it just seems to be a cycle that's repeating itself over and over and over again. That's it's really diminishing in enjoyment of video games. Like, because, you know, like we say here, if it's your first time playing it, the game's been out for a year. Like, who cares how long the game's been out? Like, yeah. chess has been out thousands of years. But if it's your first day really appreciating and playing it, then, like, great. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Nothing so, wrong a little chess know.
0: here and there uh all right well this is all the news the world meant for us to hear so now we have to turn our attention to a dear martha steam review yes that's right told in the nineteen, or excuse me the 1830s voice of one john jagger who will uh give us a review for cookie cutter recently nope. and for the first time oh no no
3: Nope. nope. Wait,
1: different name
0: oh cookie clicker cutter? sorry clicker shit i knew that okay. the reason i said it well i won't get into it i played a cuz anyway, doesn't matter. The point is,
1: <laughs> what's going
3: on over
0: here? <laughs> first time I I I hesitate there's a thing I was going to say but I'm not going to say it. It'll it'll take us another half an hour to discuss what I was going to bring up. But uh I w- I did want to say that games on Steam for the first time. Like it seems weird to say that. It was always just a browser thing and a phone thing. Now it's on Steam. So Cookie uh, Clicker, you're talking about Cookie Clicker, yeah. Not Cookie Cutter. <laughs> Which there's a million Cookie Clicker Cutter Cookie Cookie Clicker uh-huh. Cookie Cutter games. Does that make sense? They've all copied it. Well, cookie
2: cutter, it. cookie clicker games, you mean. <laughs> <I think really. laughs>
1: cookie yeah. clicker, clicker games. Yeah, so
2: cookie clicker. Cookie cutter, cookie clicker games. There you cookie go. Cookie cutter, cookie clicker Because games. There's, there's
0: games that have copied it and done their own thing. and yeah. But now finally they're where they should have probably been the whole time.
1: Anyway, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying cookie cutter,
2: cookie... Clicker
0: game. Yes, that's what I, I was trying it. to say. You guys it said it better than me.
2: Cat cookie cutter cookie clicker games. <laughs>
0: Let's hear, let's hear what they have to say, or what the the reviewer has to say uh, in this little segment. Which I can't find your music. Hold on a second. What did I do? Oh no! <laughs> oh, I moved it. All right, here it
2: is.
3: I'll do it. <laughs> okay.
1: Here we go. My dearest Martha, I present to you now my review for the game Cookie Clicker on Steam martha chocolate chip cookies recipe ingredients 120 grams butter softened 75 grams light brown sugar 75 grams golden caster sugar one medium egg one teaspoon vanilla extract 180 grams plain flour a half a teaspoon bicarbonate of soda 150 grams dark chocolate cut into chunks. Step one. Heat oven to 180 Celsius. Fan slash gas four and line two baking sheets with parchment. Cream the butter and sugars together until very light and fluffy. Then beat in the egg and vanilla. Once combined, stir in the flour, bicarb, chocolate, and one-fourth teaspoon salt. Step two. Scoop ten large tablespoons of the mixture onto the trays, leaving enough space between each to allow for spreading. Bake for ten to twelve minutes, or until firm at the edges, but still soft in the middle. They will harden a little as they cool. Leave to cool on the tray for a few minutes before eating warm, or transfer to a wire rack to cool completely. We'll keep for three days in an airtight container. Yours in this life and the next, Stranger, nineteen eighty
2: two. That's great. That's great. I'd like to eat. I was waiting for a punchline. No, I was just. I I figured it was just a straight up recipe. (laughs)
1: Punchline is it's a cookie recipe.
0: Yeah, I got this uh, uh, girl who I recorded. Where did I put that? She basically sings the sings the ingredients to pancakes. Um, it's amazing. I only play a little of it here. Where is it? Oh shit, hold on. Pan cakes. Here it is. It's just it's just a taste.
3: Pancakes. <laughs> Three and a half teaspoons. baking powder. One and a half cups purple purpose flour.
2: Anyway, it goes on like that. That's great. I don't like the way she said powder. I,
1: no, I don't like the
2: baking
3: powder. She's uh, she's oh, was, German,
0: so I think that's her accent coming through. Oh, could okay. be wrong. well,
3: yeah. this is left <laughs> You'll let that situation. one go.
0: <laughs> did you guys hear uh, that? Um, did you fun, hear Shatner today? His reaction from being in space. Let me play that for you. Hold on, this is
3: great. Oh Jesus! No description can equal this weightlessness. Oh my God! Oh wow! Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm having sex with him. Goodness me. Oh, wow. I can't believe this. Yeah, that's
2: him You like that, Bill?
1: Man, now Bo said it, and that's all I could imagine. Let's start that again. sweet moment. Let's start that again.
3: Start that again, Scott. How right. does that
2: feel? Bill? Just picture a naked
1: oh, Shatner. Do you,
2: how about this? Oh, do
3: you like Jesus. it when I do this? No description can equal <laughs> this.
2: Wait. <laughs> I'm glad you like it, Bill. Is there anything else like Oh, do? Jesus. No. Oh, God. <laughs> We've been, there's a new Twitch category Bill Shatner uh, uh, Improv. He was really into it. He's 90
0: and he's in space, and I think that's awesome, but it, they had a mic on him, and I think that stuff is great. I mean, so. it's
2: probably better than sex to be up in space, if I had to guess. like, just- Damn. That's usually a thing it's I put on the morning crazy. stream
0: first, but we got it exclusive here on uh, on core. So congratulations, everybody, for listening.
2: It's actually it right. it's pretty impressive how erotic that sounds, though. Like it's yeah.
0: Oh right, yeah. Did no. you do
2: that I, on purpose when you're collecting the clips? I mean,
3: not always. <laughs> I mean, I
1: had this problem recently. I was watching Bob Ross and. Uh, I don't remember if it was my wife or me, and I said, Ooh. man, if you're not watching what he's doing, it sounds really er- erotic, and yeah. it sounds wrong, yeah. and it ruined that for me, too. <laughs> Uh-oh, everybody froze.
0: Oh, did you? are you frozen? I no, see you. No. I'm good. You guys no. are all clear for Everyone me. Everyone looks good to me. Okay, John, it must good? have been me, then. All right, well, then. hi. Definitely you. You. Got, you got a little too
2: intense. I
1: thought We're, about Bob Ross and made it erotic, and everything froze.
2: Everything's ruined when you make Well, Bob you can Ross do that out. with a lot of things, right? But yeah. it's pretty easy to do in Bill Shatner's
3: case. Case.
0: Yeah, I would agree with yeah. that. Let's yeah. see if we agree on any of this. The games we played this week. Uh, so I was in the mood for all sorts of stuff. So I kind of went places. Um, I've had Everspace 2 in my library for a while. I got in very early on their early access. It's still in early access on Steam. Um, but man, has that thing come, up, come a long way since they first put it out there. Everspace 1 was this really cool kind of roguelike thing, space shooter thing. That was like FTL meets—I uh, um, don't even know what to compare it to—but it used the FTL Unreal Engine. Meets. It's it's like it's like FTL, but it was like you know full 3D space thing. But you also did other stuff that wasn't like FTL. It was hard game to describe, um, and I really liked it. It was, it was pretty cool for this little startup that they that they made this game. Everspace Two got announced. I'm like, oh well, there'll be more of that, I guess. Uh, no man, they're making like full on like freelancer like. Oh wow! Yeah, that they're going way oh, so further. It's more
2: open it. world kind of thing. Oh yeah,
0: way more. And there's a story and stuff. And I don't know what there is in terms of like sandbox toward the end of the game. But you know, right now it's like story missions and going to a place and finding stuff. But lots of little side junk to find. Going to other planets. Um, but it is open world in the sense that here's a bunch of places in the galaxy. You need to warp to them, do the work for us, find the thing, kill the dude, have the dogfight, whatever. Very freelancer. Very. Wing Commander, you know, ish type stuff so far. And uh, Hmm. while the story is fine and serviceable and acting's all fine, it's not, you know, anything to write home about. What it really gets me is visuals and gameplay. And the game is not trying to be, it's really important to say this, it is not trying to be a sim. This isn't trying to be uh, the next, I don't know, Star Citizen or something. That's not their goal. The game controls very simply... Um, the ship is very maneuverable, kind of think star Wars and not, um, uh, the, the expanse. Does that make sense? Like no. more dynamic yeah, it's not and a simulator? Not it's at a, all. It's
2: a fun ass shooter.
0: Yeah. It's a well, fun ass shooter. Me
1: interesting. Cause the thing I didn't care for everspace one was it kind of felt like, like you said, like a run based game. It yeah. was like, all right, get in and go there. And it was missing that sense of like you know exploration and Mm
3: -hmm. bigger
0: purpose going
1: places yeah yeah. i missed a lot of that it felt like an it felt like i loaded up an arcade game that's in space
0: yeah and a good one but one that maybe was missing something and 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 its presentation exceeded its goals like it looked incredible that first game but it never felt like what you did equaled the the look of it (laughs) Um, this seems much more in line with like equaling the look of it. It's still beautiful, but you're landing at space stations and buying replacement shit and selling a bunch of stuff you got. And, uh, you got a base with some, with some other characters that you're building and and stuff and you got perks and stuff that you're unlocking to give you better shields or better this, better that, uh, upgrade your weapons all the time, find weird loot in a weird place, uh, kind of Diablo style. You find it in this, you know, embedded in the side of a, of a, I don't know, an asteroid or something and, now you got a better rail gun or whatever. Like it's that kind of stuff. And then also this bigger, broader story that's very freelancer ish. I think that game's really shaping up. Um, it's close to 1.0. At least I think it is. They haven't, I don't know if, what their, um, what would you call it? Their timeline or their, what would you call that roadmap. when a game? Roadmap. 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 I'm not sure where the roadmap has the actual final release. It feels like it could be this year. Uh, but just really sharp, really cool. I think that game's cool. So, I played a whole bunch of that. That was really what I was in the mood for, and it was scratching all kinds of itches. I also played Back for Blood, a bit of it. I only have some quick thoughts on this because I only played through the first area and then got busy. Um, it is Left for Dead, Ass Left for Dead, Back for Blood. Like, it is, they are harnessing what you all want. If you want, okay, let me put it this way. If you want ba- uh, Left for Dead, Back for Blood is like a modern that. And by modern, I mean it looks great. Brand new engine, beautiful frame rates. Uh, You know, looks like a new game. Uh, But it's you shooting zombies and getting ammo along the way and finding better guns at the next safe house and got four people with you and either either people or bots and they're talking the whole time and they even say i'm reloading over here and shit like that oh great it is now now i'm not the saying that's bad question
2: yeah go ahead does this dethrone the awesomeness that is vermintide 2 in your mind uh as like uh a- um, oh. from an experiential standpoint because it's a there's a different feel even though they're the same genre of game right there's, right
0: right well because there's yeah. so much melee happening and stuff in the other one it's hard to compare them um, okay
2: that's but, what i thought i was just wondering i'm wondering i guess how much of a modern sensibility have they put on things or is it really just new levels for left 4 it Dead? it really
0: it feels like gameplay wise like moment to moment very left for dead they're specialized mm-hmm. zombies one's fat and explodes uh ones they call it a tall boy but basically, it's a it's a not really like tall the, zombie like the, with a giant arm that can pick right. you up and and not let you go and tell your friend, shoot him down or whatever. A little bit like the tongue guy, not quite. Um, there's the little ninja-looking one that's really hard to shoot. Uh, I forgot what he's called. So there's a lot of similarities, and there's some of their own little differences. The big difference here is at the beginning of every run or every safe house, when you leave, you choose from a bunch of cards. Um, I think they're random. But like uh, Hearthstone style, like six cards will pop up, and there'll be perks for that run, and so you can say, "Oh, well, this is going to give me plus twenty five to crit," or that cards, you know, this stuff you're used to in games, like this card's going to give me more health, or I don't
3: know. Okay, so that is it sounds your own like deck? a
1: cool idea. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a not a great execution because well, I was like, "Oh, what, how's it going to change the? How's it going to change the game?" And as soon as it gets into the realm of you do more crit, damn it. I'm like, Ugh,
0: I know. It okay. seems Never boring it. on that level. There are ways to sort of build yourself, do builds and things, and people are already kind of min-maxing that uh, to, to whatever degree. Uh, you can find a lot of that stuff on Reddit. But uh, some people, uh, Kyle and, and Garrett in particular, really like it, like really, really digging on it. I like it, but I really did feel like I was just playing Left 4 Dead again. Like, I, I really didn't feel, it felt like up Way better textures, way better animation, better lighting, like a modern Left for Dead. Um, You know, but with those tweaks that I mentioned, um, which
1: we need because Left for Dead Two is extremely old. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it, but when was that game released? Like
0: two thousand and eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, it's old. It's pretty old. It's,
1: It's time to yeah. It's time for a new one of those. Um,
0: The nice thing, too, is it's on Game Pass. So it's like, you know, if you have Game Pass, there's no reason not to try it. Um, I don't know if I would jump on this as a full price product had it not been for the Game Pass release. Just because, again, I'm not feeling anything in it that's like, oh, this is a million miles better than Left 4 Dead ever was. It just feels like people people are hungry for a game like this. Vermintide may not be their jam because it's set in a world that they don't like, or I don't know. And they want more zombie killing and they want to do it with friends. This is definitely that. And it's fun and it plays well. Like the shooting's good. All of that stuff is good. It's a very competent one of these. Um, Honestly, as I was playing it, I was going, I kind of wish that uh, aliens fire team or whatever the hell it's called. I kind of wish that was on here. Because that oh, yeah. is just interesting because yeah. you're in alien land, you know? Like, Yeah,
2: I think I it's just know. an aesthetic thing. Like, I'm not a big zombie guy. That's why I like Vermintide. That's sort of, and for some few other reasons, Salt Spire being one of them. But yeah. um, uh, I was just wondering, because I, I Left for Dead series is very much like shooting a lot of bullets. Yeah. yeah, And yeah, uh, yeah. and it's that zombies and zombie. You know, it's just not my favorite. So, alien right. world seems you know more at my house. And this is Turtle Rock again. Are,
0: are these the guys that made Evolved? I think. Uh, I
2: thought they were the Left for Dead guys. Moved on to their own company, and that they just yeah. made back from like they're basically making Left for Dead Three, but they that can't is use the yes Left 4 Dead. I I
0: agree like, with that.
2: This just, is basically but, Left for Dead Three as far as I.
0: The other the other thing that's missing for me, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but in Left for Dead One and Two. The characterization of the characters, even though it's not that important throughout the game, because they don't, nobody has an advantage over anyone else. They're not classes, but those characters, like reloading, and you know Bill and all those guys. I love, I love Zoe. All of those characters are great. Uh, Coach and the newer one, and who else is in there? Anyway, all those guys. I like Nick.
1: the guy who tells them pretend the helicopter up top is made out of chocolate.
0: Yeah, that guy's great. Uh, the guy but they have tips. they. Well, I love those intros for those two games for this reason. I immediately know their characters. I know exactly where they've come from and where they're going and why they are who they are and why pers- and what their personalities even are. I can just tell by looking at them. I know Bill's a grizzled old vet from Vietnam. I know that uh, Francis is a biker dickhead. Um, like the stereo- I don't know if they're stereotypes, but they're just really well presented in those intros. And it's part of what I loved about those games. This game has a similar intro, but I don't give a shit about anybody. They're n- None of them are interesting. They're just all very like, oh, okay, there's a, oh, that lady's fine. That guy seems okay. Like there's no, yeah. none of that weird, like you look at them and you, and you, and you world build below the the surface and you kind of know these stories. I don't feel that way with this.
1: Mm. I saw the art for these characters, and I actually thought, in the case of one of them, that they had, like, just stolen and photoshopped over John Goodman from The (laughs) Big Lebowski.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh,
2: maybe <laughs> like
1: like looking at it uh, just uh pulling up the main
2: screen They should have licensed the big lebowski now that you mentioned it like, they you should just make it all the characters from big Lebowski at a left for dead game
1: I'd be I'd be way into it you so you got that guy and then you've got uh John Krasinski from uh the movie where you can't talk Quiet like place.
3: yeah
1: I just feel like I just feel like you got the two of them right right there mm-hmm. and like it's just oh you know, we just took those characters and we put them in the game. Um, That's not to say they couldn't be interesting, but it reminds me of when uh, Resident Evil did their their online experiment with the Resident Evil game, and all the characters in that game looked like Hollywood stars so much that they had to change it because it had like (laughs) Julia Roberts and Tom Cruise and all of that. And Brad Pitt was in it. Guy
2: Hoffman does kind of like John Goodman. Hoffman. Yeah,
1: he's doing literally the pose from Big Lebowski when he like. On the art for it, when he like pulls out the gun at the bowling alley, yeah, Like he's it, got I,
2: shades of of a John Goodman style character a little it bit. It feels like Definitely. it was
1: stolen directly from it, and they were like, Who's "Well, let's Krasinski give him Bubbles guy.
2: glasses, and he'll be fine." Sure,
0: but like, do you guys remember like that second game? The guy stealing money out of the—he's wearing like a dirty suit, and he's stealing money out of the out of the um, um, what do you call that <laughs> when you're at a store? It's
2: called the machine that vending p- machine nope it's where you give them the money and the lady goes a here's team, a team a machine it's a, a till? till
0: okay a till cash
2: register cash register holy
0: shit that's it thank you
2: wow i haven't seen one of those in a while eh? thanks it's COVID. been a while COVID. <laughs> yeah
0: um but they they when he's sitting there kind of leaning on his shoulder while there's a little less zombie stuff happening and he's counting through money he took out of there and sticks a little in his pocket i go i know that guy he's in the a-hole in this he's gonna get people killed He's the worst kind of guy in a zombie apocalypse. Like, I got all of this great story about this character. I've only seen him for five seconds. I think those right. first two intros of those two old games are almost magical in that way. They're really yeah. great. This doesn't know how to do it. Nobody's unique. Everybody's generic. They all look like extras from the set of, I don't know, Walking
2: Generic, dead. you say? What about the character called Mom? Um,
0: I don't know who Mom is. So there's a
2: character called Mom. And I'm looking up the character. One of them's Mom. She, um, she looks like Carol from The Walking Dead, I guess.
0: What they probably, there are unlockable characters. That's the other thing. There aren't just four to choose from, like Left 4 Dead games. There's unlockables, so you can be a more diverse group later if you want. You mean Mom. Yeah, there's probably Mom. But she's not in the intro. They don't do any of that. It's just the four you well, get to Oh, maybe she's an
2: unlockable. I'm just looking at the full list of, of casts, and one of them is called Mom. Do they have a
1: Norman Reedus? And there's one called
2: it? Doc. There's a There's a, there's a woman <laughs> called Doc. Uh, then somebody named Reed us. No. <laughs> oh, and is, this, is the Jim Krasinski guy? His name is Jim. Um, I don't know. There's a know. character called Jim in the game. Oh
0: my Lord, really? That's yeah. pretty on the nose, isn't it? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know
2: i don't know man it's maybe fine. whatever maybe you just need a bit more time with it and then you get it plays great it plays something. great I, uh, listen, I, can't, I can't really comment i didn't play
0: it if so. your goal is to go in there and shoot zombies and have fun with the co-op and the whatever it's that it's great that stuff's really what it's super competent i'm not saying anything bad about the gameplay um but yeah. just know it's going to feel a lot like left for dead in the gameplay i just think you could do okay. more with these characters it felt like this trailer was made in like I don't know. They handed it over to some Chinese de- developer who doesn't know how doesn't know who these characters are. That's how that felt. Uh-huh. It's weird, um, but it's good. It's a as a game to shoot with. It's a fun game to shoot with.
2: Reloading,
0: reload, reloading. Right? Damn it, Bill. I mean, I love the original cast of those games. is so great, and they never wore on me, and they never annoyed me. To me, it was game magic. They pulled that off. I love that.
1: I wanted to play that game again not too long ago, and I reinstalled it, and I didn't realize that even though it was a different PC and so much time had passed that it would reinstall with all the mods that I had downloaded for it. Oh, yeah. So I started the game and discovered that all the characters had been replaced with (laughs) Tyrannosaurus Rexes. (laughs) <laughs> and that it wouldn't stop playing the Cowboy Bebop theme through the entire thing.
0: Well, then, what you, so what's the problem? This sounds great. Play that. No, it was
1: great. It was just, I, but I was surprised. I was caught off guard. But apparently, however many years between when I last played and then, those were the mods that was important to have.
0: Okay. I just saw something in the chat that I've not heard until today. Hands Sanitizer in the chat says, Norman Reedus and the Traveling Fetus. That's that other game. Where he walks around with a baby, what's it called? Yeah. The Death Stranding. Death Stranding. I've never heard anyone say Norman Reedus and the Traveling Fetus. That's incredible. That should be that today's be title. the name.
2: Of- that's the name of his band in that because that game is about how he's a band leader and he <laughs> gets on stage with the fetus and- a fetus. The
0: Traveling Fetus.
2: Is that real? I never the played. Fetus the game. plays synthesizer. I never. No. What
0: you're making that up? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me because you know but Kojima's guitar. weird. He makes weird games.
2: All right, anyway, that's no, I back to blood. I've been thinking about buying the director's cut, yeah. I mean, yeah, it just seems like an event in gaming. I should probably check now out that he can finally
1: point. cut loose and he's not uh constrained by his own company that he owns.
2: Yeah, there you have it. Society is broken down.
0: They should put it on Game Pass just to piss off Sony because it was a Sony exclusive for a while. It's not now, but oh. was then. I also played Saints Row 4, don't ask. And,
1: uh, Wait, I want to <laughs> ask, why did you play Saints Row 4? I got in and, uh, a mood. Isn't it great?
0: I played Saints Row 3 a bunch, and then I thought, oh, you know what? I never really gave 4 a chance. Um, I think I let people talk me out of it because they said, oh, you run around mostly now. You're a superhero. You basically don't need cars anymore. And I'm like, man, you don't take a GTA-like and eliminate cars from the equation. Um, so I think I gave it short shrift back in 2013 or whatever it was. And uh, picked it up again last week, or this week, and played a ton of it. And it's great. Saints Row 4 is great. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. It's the one with the wheelchair gun. That's an amazing opening. And it Uh, still looks pretty good. It's an early uh, PS4-looking type game, you know, like the crossover generation of games. And it still looks fine on PC. Nice high-res, fast frame rate. looks great.
1: Climbing and, a nuclear warhead to manually disable it while uh, don't want to miss a thing plays yeah. is uh, is a fantastic moment. It's pretty special. And you're the president. All yeah,
0: and you're time. the president. And I'm blue. I look like a blue man because that's what I did for the character creation. And I'm yeah. wearing a bikini and a bra top. Um, mm-hmm. And for a while, I ran around naked. Like, the game's ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous. And I kind of needed I just was in the mood for open world dumb. And that game gives it to you. So I played a bunch of that. And also the shooting in four is a lot better than uh than three. And three's great, but three had shit. Shit. And
2: now shit. you can enjoy it while it lasts because the new Saints Row is gonna be super serial.
0: Yeah, dude. Well, I mean it doesn't look like it'll be serious, but it looks like it'll be Well, the trailer makes it seem ridiculous. Like it doesn't it seems like they're sticking to that, but they are rebooting, right? This is like a whole new
2: It seems I thought I ridiculous re-
1: in a different rebooting. way.
2: Yeah. Wasn't it Watch that trailer. You're going it's for a, more serious tune Because that trailer was goofy, like straight it, up.
1: I don't know. It seemed, okay, here's the best way I, I think I can describe how I interpreted that trailer. Yeah. It's like the Fast and Furious movies now. Maybe a little. It's not. Yeah. It's not like the zany, crazy, like over-the-top parody. It's now, it's still zany and crazy, but in the we swung across a canyon on a rope bridge in a car way.
0: Yeah. And then some snarky (laughs) snark in between and maybe you're right. It doesn't, I don't, I don't get the sense that they're going for anything serious, but it does seem like they're, they're maybe pulling back a little bit from just the ridiculous, like almost, almost too much, you know, whatever that was in four and three for that plan as a
1: toilet or anything. Right.
0: (laughs) I don't know if Keith David will be in it or not, but that would be great because he's great in four anyway playing that i needed a, a good open world game and that that kind of suited me i was going to play um what's the microsoft game that that didn't live up to um oh the hype. i
1: know what you're talking about um, that was tangentially connected to it shit
0: no not that not the get out of um, hell one i'm thinking of uh the correction. microsoft one crackdown three that's what i'm thinking of um I installed Crackdown 3 cuz I I just wanted a big dumb open world dumb thing and that game is one of those but it's still locked at 30 frames on the Series X what what the hell is that about and the PC by the way it's locked on both So That's weird. Fix that. That's stupid. Um but once they fix that I might play that cuz it looks like a dumb fun time. I just want to shoot shit and unlock things. That's what I feel like doing right now. So
2: that's why I played 4. Well, Saints there is a great game that came out this week. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. That's pet. a good point.
0: What's yeah. that? What game was that?
2: Oh, wait. Oh, don't do that yet. I, played, I don't know. I played Rogue. <laughs> yeah, oh, hold on. Talk, we promised to talk about it at the beginning of the show. Yeah, the we game, did. Two of us, we'll two of us two played.
0: Soon. I just wanted to say I played Rogue Book and I, it's fine. Okay. That's all I had to say about that. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's that's fine.
2: right. Yeah. It's fine compared to Tainted Grail and Grifflands and all the other ones like it. Yeah. It's fine. All the
0: millions of ones that are just like each other. It's fine. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to the. The chicken on the wheel. No, the uh, the elephant in the room. That's what I meant to say. Uh, Metroid Dread. John and Bo both played it. Let's just rip this right open. I didn't get it yet because I don't know why. I just haven't. I'm gonna.
2: I mean, it's the mo- it's the biggest, most exciting thing, news or otherwise related, that happened in gaming, at least as far as I'm concerned. Whoa, all right. Look at speak. that. And I think a lot of people are. It's a much beloved franchise. Yeah. It's been 19, Was it, 19 years or a really long time since the Super Nintendo one? Well, it's been,
0: uh, yeah. It I mean, first there person
2: were, for the longest time and it was only available, so. There were GBA games, but yeah. This is a big release.
0: Sure, sure. So, so John, you played, um, and Bo, you played. I guess I want to hear both of your takes. What, John, what do you think? What do you like about it, or do you?
1: I think it's really good. I, I think I want to make a very clear statement up front that I really like Metroid Dread. So, no matter what I say, no matter how you interpret what I say, just come back to the point of, really like metroid dread fair enough i think it has some problems
0: (laughs) all right Uh, do you want to itemize those problems or how do you want to yeah i
1: will um let me go down the problems and then i'll say the things that it does well the problem is okay the metroid games are phenomenal i really 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 love the the series and this is a really good one of those games Um, I was a little, so a lot of people I heard don't like the Emmys, the big monster that kind of chases you in this. There's a bunch of them, but like, it's kind, it's kind of a thing that has become a divisive point for this game because it's sort of like having a mini Mr. X in the game for certain sections where here's the thing you can't fight, uh, and it's going to chase you and try and hunt you down. And all you can really do is run away from it.
0: And See, this is why I, I think ex- I've hesitated. I think I've hesitated even subconsciously because I don't like the Mr. X mechanic at all.
1: So they so. do some good things with it. You know when you're going into an area that has them. You know how to get out of the areas that have, have them. Yeah. So if you don't want to deal with them at the moment, you, you can avoid them. Um, you do eventually, pretty quickly, honestly, like you encounter them and then you fairly quickly after you encounter them get the item to kill them and there's i think seven of them or six of them something like that and so they don't stick around too long but i think the game's biggest problem is that it does not do a very good job of telling you where to go Mm. so one of the things that i really loved about metroid fusion was Metroid Fusion had a similar sort of mechanic storyline. Like you were being pursued by a thing called the S.A.X. And it basically was an evil Samus that was hunting you down. And what made Metroid Fusion so cool was that they did a very clear like. Here's where you are. Here's where you have to go. And here's where you're going to have to get through to get there. And you're going to be hunted, you know, through this whole thing. And you're going to have things you have to overcome. This game is just sort of like, it gives you the impression you're exploring, but you're really not. You're actually very limited on where you can go for the first half of the game. Like, you're actually being kind of railroaded, but the game's doing a decent job of making you not feel like you're being railroaded. Um, And the problem with it obscuring where to go is it makes the Emmy problem worse. Like, you'd probably have to go through their zone maybe once or twice before you could fight them and deal with them. But then, because you're lost and you don't know where to go in the game, you end up going through some of their sections. Like, there was one where I was running from the Emmy, like, seven or eight times. Because I just kept going back, going, where the hell am I supposed to go in this game right now? And I've gotten extremely lost three times. And all three times, the solution was there was a breakable wall... That I didn't know was breakable. That I just had to shoot. And then I could proceed. And it it would have been fine. So there's some of that. Which I I don't love. I don't think that makes for a very fun mechanic. Where it's just like. Oh you should have just known that you could break this wall. Or you should have been running around testing it. To see if you could. And I think that makes the Emmy problem worse. Like if you don't like dealing with them. The fact that you might have to go into their rooms. Multiple times for no reason makes it a bigger problem than it otherwise would be Mm. um so i i wish that the game was a little more open for exploration the game does open up about halfway through it feels like i haven't beaten the game but i'm i'm getting there i think i've got a couple more upgrades to get i just got the gravity suit which i believe is the last suit um so about halfway through the game opens up, it actually does let you explore and you have enough items to where you can actually explore and it kind of stops forcing you down a linear path and uh, lets you go on a collection spree if you want and, and kind of play the game I actually the way I wanted to play it from the get-go. Um, but that's a really long way in and you've unlocked a lot of the map by that time and the idea of going back through the game at that point it was a little more daunting than if I felt like I had been exploring along the way. Um, so I, I think those things are little nitpicks that bug me about the game overall though. It's, it's really fun. I mean, I honestly, I think it's hard to make a bad Metroid game, mm. but it's, it's super fun. Oh, I don't love the control scheme either. I've, I talked to somebody who's playing with the, the pro controller yeah. and he said he had no issues with it and thought it was fine, but playing it on the, uh, switch light, yeah. um, my hands are constantly <coughs> hurting because the amount of times where it's like you're pressing and holding multiple buttons to do something,
3: yeah,
1: it is frequent. So there'll be yeah. times where it's like, hold R and L and then aim with the stick and then press Y to shoot. And it's like, Oh my gosh. And you have tight windows where you have to do some of these things. Um, so I don't know if they could have made it better, but it, it certainly feels like the controls could have been better. Mm. But, uh, I, apparently depending on how you're playing it, that may not be an issue for you. Um, but I haven't been able to put it down. You know, I've, I've put a lot of hours into it and I think it's, I think it's really good. I was playing it right before the show and just got to a new area and was very excited about it. So I, I think it is, and it looks great. It sounds great. Um, it's got the creepiness factor that a lot of Metroid games have, and it's, it's the series that feels the least Nintendo of Nintendo series. Oh, yeah, by far, it. yeah. I've um,
0: always felt that way, it's, and, and I've always wondered if that's why they're so infrequent, because Nintendo doesn't even like making them, but people love them, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the deal yeah. is with that.
2: I mean, they, yeah, I think they there's more Metroid coming in the future as yeah. well. There's going to be more Primes. So. You didn't
0: like you didn't like uh, Other M, right? Did you play that?
1: No, Other M um I did not enjoy. Yeah. I tried it. That's the Actually, you know what? I just realized I said it's hard to make a bad Metroid game. Yeah. Nope, there was one, and yeah. that was the one I didn't like. Other than that, I think I've liked every every main game in the series. You know, they've done some weird offshoots here and there, but I, I, I do like Prime. the Prime series yeah. and I do like the mainline Metroid games. I think probably fusion is the best Metroid game I've played that or super Metroid, but,
3: yeah.
1: um, those two are, are really, really good.
0: Can Fusion be found, um, anywhere.
3: Uh, I,
1: must- I don't know. Mm-hmm. I had somebody on Twitter when I mentioned that I was so glad that this was a direct sequel to fusion and carries on that story they said you would think Nintendo would have given us an easy way to play it on the Switch. And I'm kind of shocked they didn't because it is. It's 100% connected to that story. They talk about the SAX. They show you a cutscene. You get to see the the evil Samus and all of that business. Like It is a direct sequel to that game, and I would be surprised that there's no way to to play it on the Switch. Yeah,
0: that kind of bums me out. I wouldn't mind going back. I remember really liking Fusion as well back in the day uh Bo. since we're already on the topic uh anything yeah. you would add or, or well
2: this game is really great yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like pretty much aces in almost every category i think that the, the thing there was some there's some people tweeting or there's you know discussions in the online space about what an 80 dollar game should look like like there are these uncharted games you know with all these crazy effects and you got this side scrolling game that's kind of like you know lame in comparison just in terms of the epicosity i suppose of it <laughs> yeah and, I, and some of it reflective in john comments too because one of the things that like they've made a firm decision on this 2d business is that this is metroid is a genre game in the sense that it's not designed to be played once yeah it's it's like even with the unlockables it's designed to be played over and over again and to improve your clear time Like there is a hard mode like i finished it there's a hard mode and then there are unlockables based on, I believe, the amount of time it takes you to clear it. So the idea is everything's supposed to be hard. You learn to play it better, and then you replay it. Now, that's not going to be what everyone wants to do with a game like this, but they're going to have put down full price for this game and get the experience they're getting and not be fully satisfied with it. Right. And I think like that is that is sort of an issue with the game. It's not really mar- They're not going to market it as a genre game because they want to get all the sales they can get off a Nintendo hype game. But it really, like, it, it. this really does lean into the speedrun, like, catnip for the speedrun community. It, to the point that, uh, like, as you were mentioning, I felt early on there was a linearity to levels as well. Like, I'm railroaded. But that's, in fact, not the case. There's a bunch of people who are sequence-breaking the game, and it's intended by the developers in that you can get upgrades early before you're supposed to. There's like ways of finding out how to to do that. And it's programmed into the game because the Kraid boss... He's a boss. So you have to learn his patterns and kill him. But there's a one shot kill if you have the morph ball early, earlier than you're supposed to get. If you get the morph ball early and bring it to the Kraid fight, once you get to the belly button battle, Scott, you're gonna love the belly button battle. Uh-huh. You can transform into a morph ball, fire the morph ball inside his belly button, and just destroy him from the inside out, and then just win the fight. Wow. So like the game, it's like first time going through it, it I'm like, really like I don't. I felt really linear, and then I'm like watching these sequence break videos and they're not like oh we broke the game the people who made the game put these secrets in there intentionally for people to figure out how to better complete the labyrinth and thus complete the speed run quicker so it's like that's what's sort of unclear about this you buy this game thinking okay this is a campaign a story of metroid and I'm going to be an adventurer and and go all the way through it's actually this game's i think they tried to serve many masters i don't think they served the master of let's make give you this fun campaign because i would say I think some of the levels don't last long enough. Like, I got some upgrades, and then there was barely... I expect to get an upgrade, and then I expect to get some challenges and puzzles to do. And it felt like towards the end, as the upgrades got faster and quicker, there wasn't a lot of, like... You know, oh, I sweet, I got the power bomb. Now here's some power bomb enemies and puzzles to use with it. It's like, nope, it just unlocks some stuff throughout the map. Yeah. Really, I'm close to the end of the game at this point. Whatever, like uh, right, or a-
1: you get the you get the double jump, <laughs> and it's like, oh, am I going to use the double jump for anything interesting? No, there's going to be two rooms that suck that require the double jump to get through, and then you're not going to worry about it till you get the the yeah, constant yeah. like jump and then it becomes interesting yeah. again so
2: it's it's not gonna it's not gonna cater to like the sense of i got an upgrade now i get some adventurous part of it this is a labyrinth and your goal is to complete the labyrinth faster and faster and it's meant to be replayed yeah. so if you just play the campaign that's fine but you, yeah i think i think the review is going to sound like that like it's going to be like wow, well, you know it's fun it's really good but like there's stuff that's unsatisfying but then you sort of see well no this game is This game is designed for people to to challenge uh, themselves to go faster and faster, and so... It's hard I mean, to grok that way, right? Yeah,
1: I I to... think that's cool. I think the crate thing sounds awesome. I just I think rather than catering to specifically a speedrunner, I wish that the game was more open and that would be a secret that anybody could discover, rather than having to you know break something or you know employ speedrunning tactics in order to do it. Yeah, because uh, that stuff that stuff is cool, but that's what I associate with Metroid is like exploration. And yeah, speed eventually becomes important, but it just, I, it never really felt exploratory to me. It was like, I felt like I was trying to explore. And then it was like, oh, sorry, there's a tiny ledge and you can't become a morph ball yet. So you can't, you can't get through here. And it's like, no, it's oh, pretty linear. Right.
2: And I would yeah. throw that at the feet of the dread mechanic. Like the takes those dread areas take up a lot of real estate. Yeah. Um, And like whether trial and error is your cup of tea, is, is that's going to vary, right? Like. You know, sure. trying this one area with the with the Mister X mechanic ten times for some is going to be like okay, and some people are going to enjoy it. I enjoyed the trial and error on bosses more than I did the dread mechanics, but I didn't have that much trouble with any of the Emmys, to be perfectly honest. Like, mm.
1: yeah, yeah, they weren't that big of a they weren't that big of a. They're like- almost
2: overhyped. Like, they're not really that like so,
1: are they called
0: an they're hard like,
2: at first but then you're like i learned the patterns just keep away and-
0: are, are they emmys like is in like when the emmy for tv work Named? is that how they're named
2: like, yeah emmi e- oh, okay instead of a y and it's an acronym for some weird you know sci-fi bullshit <laughs> it's like you know extraterrestrial <laughs> masticating monstrous informant or something whatever whatever you're
0: <laughs> i about. like that masticating <laughs>
2: Yeah, but like you just sit there going um, but the bosses are awesome. Like yeah. the boss fights are really cool. Even and the last boss. I had to try him a lot. The last boss fight certainly uh certainly was a challenge. I'll just say that. He's he's no pushover. It took me a good two or three hours of trying to beat him to beat him. Well, I mean, that's um, been
1: my story throughout the entire game has been it it, it has been this. I'm playing the game. I'm having fun. Oh, shit. I'm stuck. Run around. Check everything. Look everywhere. Oh, there was a wall I could shoot through. Okay, go (laughs) through that. And then, okay, here's a boss. Well, I'm never going to be able to beat this. I'm stuck forever because this boss is too hard. And then, you know, five minutes later, oh, I beat it. I did it. I, I was able to complete yeah. it. And then you rinse and repeat, get lost for a while, find a boss, think the boss is impossible. I actually sent Ben a text message today because I knew he had beaten the game. And I was like, look, I know what to do. I just need encouragement because this stupid purple electric bug for some reason is breaking my brain. And I can't he does three moves that's it and i for whatever reason cannot deal with him i get hit by everything he does and it just was driving me crazy and then i just i just powered through it and i just did it (laughs) and i was like okay you know what it wasn't that bad or the first time you fight one of these warrior guys and you're like this is so cheap their moves just hit me and they have two moves that look exactly the same when they're about to do it. And one's counterable and the other isn't. And if you wait just a fraction of a second too long on the second move, you get hit by it. Mm. I hate this. I'll never be able to do it. And then you finally do it and you're like, good. And then they make you fight two of them at the same time. You're like, what are do you doing? <laughs> why why
3: <laughs> yeah, would you do oh, that yeah, to yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Um, it but
2: it's good. Yeah. It gets harder and harder. But it's fun. You get a sense of accomplishment, though, from me. I don't know. I, I liked it. I, I definitely appreciated. it. That stuff, but I didn't, I, I want to say I didn't have that much of a hard time. The hardest time, see, 100% of the items, and I will say that the speed booster puzzles are by far, that's what I was most like, I'll never be able to do this. Oh, my God. I had to look up a video for three or four of them. I was just like, I have no idea how to do this speed boost puzzle, and even after seeing it, I'm like, I still don't get it. <laughs> like, how did they do that? I, I cannot replicate these moves uh but after practicing you get better like that's where i'm like oh as i say practice things i get better and if i wanted to replay it on hard mode and then lower my time like then this building on skills makes sense the game the game is well crafted controls wise and stuff but asks you to put in time to get better at it i just don't think that's what everyone that's that's what everyone who's going to buy this game or want they're just going to want to get a nice adventure mm-hmm. And they may be disappointed in what they get.
0: Interesting. Okay, yeah. but but big thumbs up from 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 core. It sounds like we're into it.
2: Yeah, oh, like one yeah, of my favorite huge. games of the year. Like it's it's, it's great, it's, but it's short. It's really, really good. <clears throat> I find I find it pretty short. It's for eighty dollars. It is a short experience. Yeah. I think the campaign save file was fifteen hours or something like that.
0: Yeah. There's some amiibo yeah. shit in here. What does it do? I wonder. What do you get it
2: replenishes your missiles? I think it's like uh, an ammo
0: reload. Okay. That's all right. I guess
2: it's, I don't, it's kind of Amiibo stuff. Kind of, I'm I don't. kind of over.
0: <laughs> I like the little figurines, but I don't care about what they do in games. Um,
2: I know uh, we'll say too the, the few voice lines that Samus has, it's always like, wow, the way they did the story is pretty good. Even if it's goofy and sort of, PG as it is, like, it's really it's really great.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, it's one of the all-time greats. It's nice to see a good entry um, out of Nintendo.
2: Well, I guess the rumor is they're remaking the Prime games for Switch, and I haven't played them, so I'm oh, like, oh, okay, that'd and I, be w- great. I would play these. And- I mean,
0: Prime games, are really cool. Prime games are amazing. I, I know they're also going to do, I mean, Prime 4 is, of course, coming, so my guess is those Prime remasters will happen maybe just before that. Um,
2: yeah. I, I mean, I prefer the side scrolly stuff, but I'm just into Metroid right now. I'd be willing to... Oh, the environment is amazing. The tone to all that stuff. give those games a chance and try them, try them out. Yeah,
1: I, I prefer the side scrolly stuff, too, but there's something about the translation of that universe to first person, and you start to realize like how terrifying that world is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've always been impressed at Metroid for a side-scroller, where you're pulled way back and all of that, its ability to scare me. I... I thought metroid fusion was a scary game yeah and atmospheric as hell same deal with this one like it didn't really scare me but there's like stuff where you're just like oh that's gnarly look at that and uh when you go into first person and you're still dealing with the same stuff and these same creatures and all that like it it's effective like it's very atmospheric in a in a cool
2: way well oh wow, prime four was announced in 2017
0: yeah Good they've been gravy Not showing jack shit about it either. In fact, that game was announced way before this was. I mean, this was just announced last E3, right? And
2: then out the same year, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder, I mean, hopefully it's coming. Now that I'm into into Metroid now, I'm like, please release Metroid games for the Switch. Yeah. Also, the first suit is uh,
1: way cooler than any of the suit upgrades.
0: Oh, all right.
1: That's... I, and that's actually, I honestly think, a Metroid staple. Like, I actually think there's a weird tendency in Metroid to wear the later suits you get, the dumber it looks. But that blue, white, and red one that she has at the beginning is so cool. I it's pretty it. good,
0: yeah. The blue is a really interesting color in the scheme of things. I always think of her as uh, not that kind of blue anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's something about that blue. Well, anyway, there you go. That's our our hot take on Metroid. Dread. What, uh, what's PictoPix, John? I don't even know what that is. What is that?
1: What it's you- Picross for the PC.
0: Oh, is it fun? Do you like that there?
1: I do. I <laughs> needed a game to just relax and chill me out. And so I got a game called PictoPix on Steam. It was like four bucks or something like that. And uh, it's just, it's Picross. I really like Picross. If yeah. you don't know what that is, it's, you know, you get hints as to what blocks to remove and what blocks to keep and you just yeah, you draw little pictures with it and uh it's relaxing, it's chill and this I I did a little bit of research on it. I was like, okay, Picross usually is stuff on, you know, Nintendo platforms. Um so just give me something that is you know, that sort of deal and uh, started playing this and it just, it's chill and it's relaxing and I enjoyed it. It was exactly what I needed it to be.
3: That's
0: good. And it's only four bucks. I could play. I could get that. I like Picross. I don't
1: know if it was four bucks, but yeah, it's it's cheap. It's like, it's under 10 for sure. And uh, just lots of puzzles. They definitely, you know, grow and expand. You know, they start you off with like five by five and then you do a series of those and then it gives you 10 by 10 and it just keeps going from there. And, uh, you know, you draw little pictures.
0: Yeah. It,
1: it's uh, it's great and it's relaxing and chill. Yeah. Um,
0: I love the DS game back in the day. Really oh,
1: yeah. Good. I yeah. play like 3D Picross and regular Picross, all those that, that Nintendo was doing or... Just some of my favorite little puzzle games and uh, very relaxing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I get more out of it than I do most puzzle games. I like that stuff a lot. Um,
1: I also yeah. uh, I picked which game was going to follow up my Final Fantasy run for my streams um, because we're waiting for Final Fantasy V. And the winner of the poll was Chrono Trigger. So I am playing through Chrono Trigger on the PC. Nice. Uh, which is not the best version of the <laughs> game, but it's pretty okay. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, the UI really has taken some getting used to, I'm getting there finally after multiple hours of it, but, um, we, we are playing through that, making good progress as usual. Uh, there are characters with familiar names. The frog is named Scott mm. and, uh, the character normally known as Robo is now known as Robo, but Bo is, uh, spelled like Bo.
0: Oh, like Robo. So, okay. got it. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's Robo. The, that's
1: yeah. the direction we went with that. I thought you would be happy to know that for once, Scott, you're not a character that's betraying everybody. Oh, good. And Bo, for once, you're not a uh, female that's going to be interested in the main character.
0: Okay, good. These are good changes. The a female robot. Got yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. you as a PC version, why, why do people not love that version? What's the deal? UI stuff uh, or...
1: Well, so originally when it first released on Steam, it was a port of the uh, mobile version of the game, which was really atrocious. A lot of people were very upset about that.
3: Yeah.
1: They did, because it was such a big fallout for a beloved game, they did some work. um, Not the level of work that they've put into the Pixel remasters, but they did do some updating to it. So it's not quite the old touchpad interface uh and fonts and all of that uh so they did a little effort to restore it but it is still a different ui that again takes some getting used to and uh yeah the original font in that game is so great
2: i hate when they change the fonts like the fonts are good are of the era
1: yeah I don't know and why. Do trigger, either.
2: as I remember, had great font.
0: Well, in all the pixel remaster stuff. That's the biggest complaint I read is that they changed the fonts. I still hear that from people.
2: Yeah, like, people oh. like those fonts. Yeah. I don't know how they can so casually just be like, "Yep, yeah, new font. Here you go," and it looks it's, it's just clear so and legible and terrible nobody wants that everyone wants the nice look of what they remembered <laughs> i don't know right
0: you're not yeah. looking for functionality here you're trying to match the these don't match what you're seeing they look like they're two different things running like, like
2: if there's an ever an argument to be like fonts convey a lot of meaning like playing these old games like years later with new more legible but boring ass fonts like speaks volumes about that this is like oh yeah, time's new Roman Ugh. and uh, in the gameplay Ugh.
1: that uh, Scott's showing you can see this is how it looked at launch with like big buttons that are obviously touch screen buttons yeah. on the screen yeah. uh, you know for a PC Steam release it was really it was really unacceptable I mean I bought it the second it came out because somebody said you can buy Chrono Trigger and I was like yeah all
3: you needed, as soon
1: as I yeah. saw this I was like well that's getting refunded and you know when they did the work they did I, I did rebuy it I would still like to see a pixel remaster of it. You know, it's considered one of the greatest games of all time. I I find it shocking how little attention they seem to pay to it. Considering the pedigree that it has. Yeah.
0: Everyone loves that game. Uh, Never played it though. So I guess I don't, but I probably would. Uh, All right. Excellent. Um, Final Fantasy 14 still playing. Yeah. Still good. That's That's good. Still good.
1: Say that I'm feeling the pressure of trying to be ready for Endwalker, but. Um, Other than that.
2: I did fail to mention. Well, Yoshi P doesn't want you to feel any pressure. No, Take a break, No man. pressure. Take it's a my
1: break. own personal pressure. He said I could put as much pressure on myself as I want.
0: He would pat you on the head and say, John, it's okay. Don't be weird. Slow. <laughs> don't be weird, he <laughs> Don't, he'd don't say. be weird about the game. <laughs> uh, I played a little bit of sh- uh, Rift Breaker, Sitting in the chat reminded me, of what I wanted to mention. I played a little bit of it. This is a game I was actually seriously looking forward to because it looked like Mech Diablo to me. And the graphics Drift looked insane, breaking. and they showed it at E3, and I was like, "When's that coming out? Game Pass Day One?" I'm like, "Sweet line, line me up." It was yesterday or Tuesday. Uh, got it. Do not like at all.
1: Oh man, <laughs> here's oh the, that's
0: a
2: tower defense yes, base thing. Right? Here's
0: the problem: the base and the tower defense stuff. That as uh, as soon as I realized how heavy uh, that is in the game, because in the previews and the other stuff I'd seen previously. I knew it was part of the game, but it didn't seem like it was that big of a part of the game. It's a massive part of the game. And it immediately doesn't even want you to fight yet. It's like, why don't you build shit and then build more shit? And then how about some power to power your shit? And I'm like, I do this in other games already that I like more. I don't want to do this. So I bounced hard. I'm not playing that game. Di-
2: Honestly, I'm watching the trailer for it, and if they just got rid of the base building and made it, it you know, up to four-player co-op Diablo with yeah. these mech things, it, it would be like... It would be insane. Bye, Blizzard. You guys suck. <laughs> they made a way better game here. Like, yeah, 100%. It's, it's funny. Yeah.
0: I know this is Maybe. for someone, and I don't want to tell them not to, because if you're really into tower defense-style mechanics, this yeah. is probably going to be XOR your jam.
2: Studios, like, for yeah. a sequel. Not a sequel, but, you know, at your studio, you might make other games, like make your Riftbreaker game, and then when you're done make Rift Rift riftablo, riftablo? Like, like like do it man like it because like there it looks like like um there's a lot of lighting effects like the graphically it looks it's, it's gorgeous like, i yeah. wishlisted before the show because it popped up on steam and i'm like this looks like fun exciting action game yeah. like cool yeah and i'm sad to hear you say it's kind of bleh. it's fine
0: if you okay but both like if you love Tower defense, then don't not get it, especially on Game Pass because it's just there.
2: But I don't know. I like I like I do like a bit of base defense, but I, I don't like elaborate. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, this like is I like it in StarCraft Two. Like the the the, the levels in StarCraft Two, the way the base defense works in that game, I'm, you know, I'm I'm cool with that. But yeah. if it's Yeah, really involved. Like, I looked at the game they are Billions, and I'm like, should I play this? I don't know. Oh, it's hugely...
0: uh, It's just way more like, oh, you don't have enough power. Put some more power things around here, and I felt like I was playing Factorio. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of turrets. I'm watching the trailer, and it looks like you gotta put a lot of turrets up on the edges, and and things break, and then it goes, oh, no, you let stuff break. Oh, no. And I'm like, I don't care. And it's a
0: bummer. Like, it actually teleports you back to town if your main part of your base is under attack. No matter what you're doing, you'll be teleported there without even being asked. Oh,
2: no. Is it multiplayer, or is it just single-player? I think player? it's... Uh, that, I don't know. I shouldn't speak to that. I mean, it, it might be more fun if this was a multiplayer experience, maybe. Yeah. It's just not for me. I know yeah, someone's going to love yeah, this.
1: It feels, a little, it feels a little rough to be too harsh on it because it isn't the thing we imagined right. it could be, but that is also... It's so sad that we live in a world where somebody can go like, hey, Diablo, but you're a bunch of mechs. And you're like, that is the best idea in the world. I want that so bad. And nobody's making it. They're just making stuff vaguely like it. Somebody make it. Hurry up. We need it so bad. Because
0: mechanically and and combat wise, like the melee combat and the shooting combat in this is very,
2: very cool. Like Like, really (laughs) cool. Just think about all the cool stuff you could do with the Mechablo. Like, you'd find the parts. Like, your your character could look different based on the drops you get. So, it's not like you pick a... You're not picking Necromancer or Barbarian. You just have a chassis... And you pick up the pieces and everyone's like equipped with their pieces, right? Yeah. You know, I've got like a flame foot and I got an ice foot and I got a, a machine gun arm and a you know, diaper shooting arm or something like that. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everyone's got like this like constructed loot droppy thingy uh, yeah. built from parts that they find in the world. Yeah, Uh,
0: it's a bummer. I don't know. Just wasn't for me. And I was really looking forward to it. Super stoked. It's not even that big either. It's like six gig or something.
2: I think we did it to ourselves. We imagined a better game than this could be. (laughs) Yeah, we did. We totally did.
0: (laughs) All they had to show us was some really cool looking animation and stuff. They didn't show much of that base stuff at E3. They didn't hardly at all. So when I saw that, I was like, "I'm in, I'm all in on whatever that is." And now,
2: I mean, mech building is more fun than base building. I guess is if you're oh, doing the mech thing, yeah. then you should do the like because you, what, you like the game, the mech builder game or repair my mech. Yes, game. I like the yeah, mech, like-
0: mech <laughs> mechanic simulator. is a great <laughs> like, game because I'm making I'm fixing mechs. It's great.
2: That's a whole loot table system for a mechablo game, like. Yeah. You- you could do so much with that. I agree. I re- oh, man. Okay. Mechablo or Diabrift? Are there any, if there's any angel investors out there, we're going to, we'll make a pitch deck for MeCablo. Yes. You know? I'll even do devil. $50 investors. million. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all it'll take. No big deal. I think that sounds about right. $50 million. <laughs>
0: I don't know why there isn't a game like that already. There was a close, there was something close to it on the original Xbox called, I think John knows about this game because we've talked about it. Uh, you were like a police mech and it was top down oh, cool. like that and it was awesome what
2: was that game called police mech yeah like, you, were would be like, police? Off our
0: you were like police you were for real like you were inside of a police mech that had like had like lights on top and it was colored like a police colors and stuff and you were you were just wiping crime out in the cities and you were a giant mech in like <laughs> cyberpunk time it's an awesome game and i can never remember the name of it though
1: Wow, we just need more cop, stuff LAPD. like that. We need f- f- it so bad.
0: Future cop or
2: future. Future cop LAPD is the first thing they that Oh, came that's it. Oh, in my goodness. that it? Wait, LA,
0: the LAPD part's jumping out at me.
2: It's from 2009. Maybe it's not the game. Was it recent or.
0: Um, is this it?
3: <gasps> this might be it.
0: Hold on. This might be it. Uh, EA Redwood third person shooter. Third person? I'm not sure that's it. Uh, let's see let's look this up and see some screen grabs i think this might be it this is it i loved this game this is it it is la wow. cop or uh sorry future cop lapd and i was hoping they would do more like here's the nyc and here's you know new orleans yeah, it looks or
2: like you're a mech and you're shooting all the criminals yeah other i mean it looks like stuff.
0: ass now that i look at it but uh the top down like way zoomed out version is what i played uh yeah there it is yeah that game was great it looks like shit now i'm now looking at it. it's like ooh, that's ugly but it was explosive and fun and someone get on that and don't make tower defense games thank you very much all right uh oh and i played uh, sorry i played some of that new uh the new mercenaries mode in hearthstone and i think i kind of like it that's all i'll say about that because i don't really know what i'm doing yet but i think i kind of like the loop of it it's not bad oh really yeah you should try really? it. Really? How try. dare you? You should try it. It's like uh, how dare
2: you like a gotcha game.
0: <laughs> I know it's kind of a gotcha game. Uh, it's all right. It's 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 a f- uh. I mean, I don't. I'm not really into Hearthstone multiplayer anyway. So a single player. Are they giving like you that. lots
2: of free packs, or are you?
0: Uh, oh, you you know you you get a bunch at first, and you get characters at first, and then you start unlocking shit, and it's like that. You know, the thing I was talking about earlier, the Star Trek game. Like under the hood, it's similar mechanics, but you can spend money in there. Mm -hmm. It's like log
2: in tomorrow if you want another free pack.
3: Yeah.
0: Do you like filling up bars, making numbers go higher?
2: Uh, I mean, I do. I'm a sucker for that. Well, then,
0: then Hearthstone may have your number with their latest update. Mercenaries. I don't know. All right. uh, Let's move on to, Oh shit. We got this. That's
3: a good question. Quick
0: email. I got to play more music for this. Hold on a second. All right, I'm going to read this one. My dearest Martha. I request to you now a review for episode I'm I present to you now a review for episode 285 of the core show. I'm not going to do the voice because John, I don't want to step on John here it says, although the graphics for audio listeners were way below our modern standards, the story and narration surely made up for it. At times it felt like riding a tricycle on two wheels, which surely gives one a sense of danger and adventure, even though I'd personally prefer, prefer all three. A fear. <laughs> as a side note, the writer for Baron Bo was fantastic. His dialogue and voice acting was beyond expectations. In my opinion, he should have, way, should have way more voice lines throughout the campaign. Yours in this life and the next. Mildly moist. P.S. Yeah. If you had to be any fantastical race, what would it be? Anything goes, such as orcs, goblins, elves, etc. P.S. P.S. John, don't be an elf. That's disappointing. <laughs> That's the whole story. Uh, so, yeah, he basically saying he liked our show last week and thought we did a fine job, even though John uh, wasn't here. Uh, but, John, what do you think about? What race would you be if you can't be an elf? You can't pick elf.
1: uh, A half-elf.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Look what he did. Ha! Gotcha! Found a loophole. Look what he did. Yeah, why wouldn't you you, you be an elf? Why would you be one of the other, like, like...
2: I want to be... just, like... Uh, obnoxious slender humans. Yeah, we I live like, long and we're so smart. I would smart. like to be
1: more <laughs> slender. I am smart, and yeah. I find other people annoying. It fits my personality type, and I'm like genuinely shocked yeah. that it's sh- surprising to other people. John's name no. should be
0: Drist Jagger for real. Like here, you're, you're. No,
1: s- I wouldn't want to <laughs> be like Drist. I don't like Driss.
3: do want to be he's like Driss.
1: He's too goody-goody. He's got his little panther. Like well, he can he's just, got his. You know, what's your
2: favorite fictional then? Yeah, who do you like?
1: Uh, Well, there's one, Stanley Billings. Uh, (laughs) He's uh, pretty cool. He's been a talker. I I don't know if you can pick
2: your own D&D character in this campaign. Why not? He's a fictional half-elf. I don't know. Honestly,
1: here's the thing. I don't, in fiction, I don't like elves typically, which makes it weird that I like elves.
2: Yeah, you just don't want to admit it because you're too ashamed to say. No, because
1: like I don't think I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like I don't like Legolas at all. I make fun of him
2: all the time because he's just doing this through the whole movie.
3: Yeah,
2: you make fun of him just so to throw everyone else off to fit in, but you're like secretly you love Legolas. No, oh, that's funny. No. It's okay. We don't want to shame you. Yeah, no shame. All right, then it's then it's um, uh, then it's Kate the Blanchett's. Elf character, right? Mm, a, yeah. uh, what's the elf's st- name for uh, that? Uh, Queen uh, Galadriel, word. man? Galadriel, yeah. Yeah. She's alright.
1: I like her yeah, She's
2: alright. Like, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I like her better when she's uh in Thor Ragnarok, but she's
2: not an elf in that, so she's great. She's great as are <laughs> rules to the shit. Yeah. I one of my favorite uh, memes. Cladrill pretty awesome. Yeah. I what about the Lee Pace elf? Yeah, Lord, no, Lord no. eyebrows. The no. Le- Lord no. eyebrows.
3: <laughs> Lord eyebrows isn't good.
1: <laughs> I don't favorite know. I'll, think, I'll think more on it. What would
2: you guys pick?
0: Um, big giant half orc looking dude.
2: I'm oh, like, what would I pick for a race or uh, favorite elf?
0: Yeah, no race. I, 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 I like big, Legal Ass is with. <laughs>
2: Big, um, big, meaty, orky dudes. They're, they're my jam. I like them. I mean, Orlando Bloom's grown on me over the years. I think it was kind of fashionable to dislike Orlando, or you know. but I watched the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. I'm like, I like Orlando Bloom. He's pretty good. They're bringing the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> um, but sorry, what was the, the question? The question was what, what race do you want to be? What fantastical
1: race would you be?
2: Yeah. Don't say don't say uh, World of uh, Warcraft works or no I changed things. Did you hear did you hear Blizzard uh,
0: uh ch- changed all the refer- references to green skins? They took them out of the game this week.
2: Oh yeah, I know the uh the pure the, the sanitization of World of Warcraft continues, continues on, yeah. It's just I, it's racism in the game. They literally are different races that have war with each other. Yep. <laughs> it's like how are you going to fix that? They're all human now. Yep. And yeah. they all they all have a, you know like yeah, I'm it's a story. It be, doesn't have a bottom, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're
1: all going to be humans, they're either going to be uh male humans or fruit bowls. Those yeah. are going to be like, your two options. It, That's all we got.
2: Yeah, if you want to be reductive about it, it is racism the game. But in also, uh,
0: they're on the if they keep up this what they're doing because I've I agreed with some of the early stuff. Now I'm starting to think it's ridiculous because the end game is you're going to start that because you're going to get to a place where you go, you know what, war is bad. We shouldn't have war. War is a terrible thing. It means the loss of life. This game is now mm. called Peacecraft, uh, or you know, World of Peacecraft, and they're never going to have another war again. Yeah. And then the whole point is gone. Like, I get the idea that you're trying to fix things up, but this—they're going to announce a
2: partnership with Coke. Coke was just the first salvo. Yeah,
0: it's weird. Greenskins—they're—they're they're a fake. They're a fake thing. They don't exist.
1: I mean, that's—and also, it's meant to be. <sighs> Like, it's meant to be a derogatory term. Like, they're meant to have, if, derog-
2: like, in the movie, they call the human small teeth. Like, they're meant to have slurs that are just not the slurs of this world. Right. Because we don't want to trigger people, but they have in fiction slurs about one another, right? Like, the small teeth, the green skins. Like, they right. hate each other. Right, and, you, just, and the whole point is the game. You, like you create an... The alleg- orcs are monsters to some humans that came and killed and, you know, art everybody and stole stuff, and, you know, we want to kill them.
3: You also... It's also be an
0: allegory so that when you have these racial conflicts, the whole point is to address some of those issues by saying, look at Jaina and Thrall and how they figured out a way around this abject racism and this... Like, there's... That's the whole point of the story. You don't...
2: Are you going to go back and go... I don't know. <laughs> but the issue, Scott, is that every expansion has to have a new reason for them to get all <laughs> racial war on each. other. I mean, they're like, we're bringing it back to Horde versus Alliance. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it. Yes, they have to have that storytelling and that shows maturity, but there's never going to be a progression from a to B when it's always about war at the end of the it's day. It's the whole the point of the franchise. Of exactly. The it's based on, I mean, war. it is the franchise. They per they <laughs> Activision acquired that game and, and all the, you know, it's like they just need to stop making World of Warcraft and or in a new iteration of Warcraft. It's the blended races. And if you're Horde or Alliance, you can be any race. And it's not really about race anymore. But as it stands, it is drawn along racial lines.
0: Yeah. But also, yeah. if you if you really, I mean, I, I understand the, the well-meaningness. I do. But at some point, you're going to see Blue Man Group and go, oh, I don't know about this anymore. Should we have the Blue Man Group? <laughs> I mean, it's a color, and you know we're trying not to just dis- just you gotta you gotta uh, not swing- call them
2: blue man, but call them Blue They're
0: they're just swinging too far. They're swinging too far. I don't know. I don't know the hey, answer. Hey, hey,
2: yeah, I, I think I just said it the other week. It's got nothing to do with anything. Like it's just you know it's an they're in trouble game. and they're scrambling and somebody thinks it's a good idea and so there we go. Yeah, it's just I guess there, there's some talk in the chat room about them getting out of the way. G- games Workshop maybe because greenskins are. They've been doing Why, this stuff for ga- decades. Games wor-
1: Workshop just showed up. They just started doing games. Yeah, like I don't buy that. And, and here's the here's the other thing. It doesn't matter. Like, I, and I've said this all along through all of these changes it doesn't matter what the intent is. It is not our job as consumers to go and research the deep-seated reasons behind it. It is a case of, hey, we changed this woman to fruit. How do you feel about that? Is that a net positive or a net negative to you? And you answer that question. I don't have to know who did the art. I don't have to know who worked on their team. I don't have to know what the circumstances were around the art when it was created. I don't have to know what year the art was published. I don't have to know If it was based on historical accuracy, all I have to do is go, I like that fruit more than I like that person. I think this change is going to be positive or negative. Like, I I, if they are doing it because of games workshop stuff, it's weird that it took this long, but okay. But at the end of the day, it's also coming on the seat of a bunch of other changes that were based on an internal, like, these are changes we want to make. And we have every right to say, I think that's a good change or a bad change. Yeah. So. Uh,
2: John that, said that, exactly it. how I that's feel. It. That's exactly I didn't right. even know that painting was there. and I, you know, I played that game. <laughs> I don't think anybody knew that painting was there. Like some nerd was like, oh my God, they changed the painting. And everyone's like, what? Yeah. But like, if you would have pulled us the day before, like, you know, name the paintings in X area, everyone would be like, I don't know.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, it also doesn't matter. It's like, it's the pinnacle of it doesn't matter in news as well. Let's like, well, all listen cool. to Yoshi P and not be weird about it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah exactly.
0: Yoshi P. Listen to Yoshi P. Ooh, Yoshi P. In
2: a, in a Mario context, that's kind <laughs> of gross. Just listen to Yoshi P. <laughs> yeah, Like, it sounds like we're listening to a dinosaur go whiz in the forest.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, John's Yoshi is painfully accurate it's so weird how yeah. good your yeah, impression is remember
2: thing.
1: when yoshi sang a song about assholes
0: uh no
1: what <laughs> yeah There's yeah. a song where yoshi sings about the asshole anyway yeah. look it up well there yeah that'll it. be that'll be your homework for the night everybody go research it it's true yeah. chat room back me up yeah he's saying about it get
0: on it um all right now to the email Oh no, did I already read it. Yeah, I did. It's the freaking. Yeah. I already read it. It's the Dear Martha email, and I don't we know why. We
1: still don't know what race Bo. Oh
0: yeah, that's though. where we got hung up. Bo, what'd you say? What do you think? I want to be race? a pixie. I want to be able
2: to do magic things. I want to be like All Tinkerbell. Pixies Land. pretty good. Yeah. Well, D and D pixies are cool. I mean, that like Pod is like my character. That you know.
3: <laughs> hi, hi, Nash. <laughs>
2: Dude, I miss Pod. People <laughs> do is weird great. things. Pod. People want to kill me and smoke me like crack because I'm full of magic. I was legit sad when Pod was no more. Really yeah. bummed me but, out. There's a new pod out there for you. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same, but yeah, it's not quite the it. same. It all depends if you decide to go back to the Tower of Nash, which will remain an option for you as the campaign.
0: Giant campaign penis in space. We need to change that to a bowl of fruit. Get on that. Okay.
3: <laughs> giant um,
0: bowl of
3: fruit. <laughs> he
1: expanded the tower into yeah, a bowl of fruit. Just a
0: giant bowl of fruit. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. A quick reminder that this entire thing is sponsored by the fine, good intentions of you folks at home. Yeah, that's right. Go to patreon.com slash core show. All right. That's an important aspect of this. It's not just core. I wish it was. Someone else had it. Core show. Patreon.com slash core show. Sign up today. Become a patron and find out why so many other patrons are doing what they're doing. Because it makes a huge difference. And we want to keep growing and keep doing this show. So head on over there and take care of that. Send us your emails. Talk to the core at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at core pod. John underscore Jagger. Bo Schwartz. And I'm at Scott Johnson. The show is live on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. So if you want to come watch us live, you can do that. You can find us at twitch.tv slash I think that's everything. John, any final words of wisdom?
1: Uh, don't make games weird.
0: Okay, thank you. Yoshi P.
1: I'm just going to steal other people's words of wisdom now. That's what I do.
0: Oh, well, Bo may get some ideas from that. Bo, any thoughts? Oh, yeah, but be a little weird. Yeah, be a little
2: weird. Oh, that's good. Be a yeah. little weird. I mean, right. you're, embrace your weirdness. I get, to say, it's, I get it. I get the don't be weird, but I don't think he means don't be. weird. I, I think, think he means. He, uh, I think he means like don't be obsessive. Don't be jerks. Right? Like, I think
0: maybe is what he's saying. It's
2: okay to be a little weird. Yeah. We all do little weird things. We got to embrace the weirdness.
0: He doesn't want to yeah. be. A, uh, Some of us
2: like to make uh, you know pooping emotes in our for our Twitch channel. <laughs> Some of us <laughs> you know, really, weird, really like I, to I do like that. It.
0: Which, by the way, is not in there anymore. I don't see it. Oh, I made Scott censor himself. No, I didn't take it out. I think someone else did. It's not there. Wait a minute, oh,
1: really? Yeah. They've already removed it.
0: Something happened, maybe mid-show. I didn't oh, see wait, it. No,
1: I see it. I, I, I see it a lot. Uh, I see. Cause I I'm see. I'm not text. a subscriber.
0: Hold on, let me look here. Oh, it is still showing for me. But what if I hit it? Hold on. Oh, it worked. It did. Oh, it. it's
1: just showing as frog pants furt for me. I'm not yeah, seeing, I'm seeing oh, frog pants Some I'm people can me,
0: see it, but they see the text on the other side. That's nah, a bummer. I'm only
2: seeing the text. Hmm. I'll figure it out. We may have let been your furt fly free, everybody. Don't keep it in. I'm gonna do a bowl of fruit next time.
1: Uh, all right, <laughs> but the furt comes out of two oranges.
2: Yeah, that's
0: true. I did do a flump He's not animated though, but he's in there. Anyway, uh, that's it for us. Thank you all for listening, for watching, for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. And your support means the world to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week with more. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.